I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, welcome back to the weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh Jazavi, and what I have with me here are two Kahootin' Daniels. <laughs> to my right is Daniel Vargas. <laughs> bop, 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 boom, DA. <laughs> and to my left is Daniel Jang. Meet me at Wendy's. And darn tootin', he'll meet you at Wendy's. Darn. Welcome back. Um, well, if you don't know what we do, we... Uh, we don't know what we do. But it's funny, you have the whole mouth thing going on. Like you're like kind of like trying, yeah. You're trying to keep like those front teeth forward so you can get that little sound. It's going a little bit it. of the goofy. It's like gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar with what we do, we lose our minds. We come to you every week with nerdy topics, and uh, we each pick a topic, and we have some fun with those topics. And we come to you on Mondays on podcasting services of your choice. Now, now we're getting serious. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so yeah. that's that's the gist. If you, this is episode fifty six, so I don't know. I mean, it'd be awesome if this is your first episode, but I'm I'm fairly confident. Hey, many. you got enough to go back on. Yeah, <laughs> we got a backlog. Enough content. You have you have enough to go back. You could probably listen to all fifty five episodes prior to this. If you listen to an episode once a week, it takes you over a year to listen to this. You could probably listen to <laughs> all fifty five episodes before you'd ever you'd want to watch. Stranger Things season two. <laughs> I knew that if was coming. If you're like the Daniels, <laughs> I knew that was coming. And with that segue, where are you guys at with that? I've been watching Stranger Things. What? Episode one so far. Okay. I was trying to watch one a day before the podcast, so I would have been down to like three episodes, uh, or been have watched already three episodes. Uh-huh. I just don't have an urge to watch it. There's no. I'm still ahead. Yeah. Like the race continues. Like, don't get me wrong. I watched the episode and I loved it. Like the music that they put, like the the atmosphere it adds to to everything when you're watching the episode. It's really good. It's so well done. I was watching. I'm like, I remember why I watched the show, and I still don't care to watch the next. One. <laughs> All right. Like I have no urgency to watch the next one. I should say I do want to finish the okay. the the whole season. Um, Maybe next year on episode one hundred, but we'll we'll <laughs> finally do. Surprise. It'll be episode one hundred, the season two Stranger Things <laughs> spoiler. Cast. But uh, I really oh, feel spo- that uh, yeah, spoiler. Cast. I feel that um, Alter Carbon really grabbed me. Really That's what every, after you've talked about it, like me. a bunch of people have been telling me like, have yeah. you seen Alter Carbon? Have you seen Alter Carbon? Home have you seen Alter Carbon? The other thing we're doing carbon. for listeners is we're trying. Lies. Video camera. Nice. We got camera one, camera two. Yeah. And then your 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 glasses are cameras three and four. Yeah. Welcome to the future. And then your headphones are not a camera. No, that's the the next (laughs) podcast we're working on. Um, What have you guys been up to? Um, Besides Stranger Things. (laughs) Other other than that, I mean, same thing. Stream, but I I I feel like I really like I've re-energized myself to really like push myself with the stream. Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean necessarily my streams didn't go anywhere, but I feel like while I stream, I'm going to be more interactive if someone hops in. I'll be more um, attentive. I know one everything. thing. Whenever I come in, you give me your full attention. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if that's not a testament to the cold marmalade, I don't know what is. <laughs> I get is angry. Are you streaming still Monster Hunter or have you tried other things? Uh, I dabbled one day into Bloodborne. It took me. Th- so the idea was to do DLC. I start the game, immediately search New Game Plus. I don't know why. And I had to go all the way to, to, to the point where I can start the DLC and. That took the rest the whole day, so I didn't even do the DLC. Oh well, mm. I just got into it. Speaking of Bloodborne, if you have a PlayStation Plus, 
for March, I believe it's the free game. Which yep. I think it, it doesn't start immediately in March, right? It's early March. Just like keep an eye out if yeah. you have places. I'm sure by the time you listen to this podcast, <laughs> it'll be out. Yeah. Just get on it because it's Bloodborne. It's actually like, I, I, I think I tweeted it out, but this this lineup is fire. Fire. Mm. It's uh, Bloodborne. There's Bloodborne. And then Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Actually, this is also the last month that any PlayStation 3 games, PS and Vita, Vita games, and PSP games. PSP? I thought it was PS3 and Vita. Maybe it's just Vita. I think PSP they phased out a while ago. Because I haven't seen it. Like, if there's been any PS1, PSP games, they've been on the Vita. Mm. That's what I understand. I got an email saying, like, hey, just yeah. a heads up. Yep. Um, you'll still have access to all the ones you've redeemed through PlayStation Plus, but there will be no more. I actually didn't get that email. I just should, uh, I just saw it from Warrior64. If you don't follow him, follow him for deals. On Twitter. Not sponsored. Twitter. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> not an ad. <laughs> so besides stream, anything else? Uh, what else did I do? 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 What there else did was, you do? I watched Stranger Things. I did that. I did that. I mean, I grilled up some fish. Mm. Boom. <laughs> On an iron, Life goal. iron skillet. There you go. That's something. That was it. Fans were dying to know when you would finally grill a fish. Some Norwegian salmon. Season two. <laughs> Norwegian salmon that I bought from Amazon Treasure Truck. Cool. That was exciting. <laughs> you know those like to be continued like boom 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 boom. We should do that for Stranger Things. Like, it's us watching an episode and to like, be continued. <laughs> Have you seen Stranger? Hit next episode. Boom 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 boom. To be continued. <laughs> It'll be like a freeze frame. Like, <clears throat> um, Jang, what have you been up to? Stream. I hit HR50. There's yeah. two. A man named Cold Marmalade. Tempered. <laughs> How was that quest? Woo! I thought it was fun. <laughs> Woo! He, I, I feel like he was very demoralized, but it's also just because. No, he, I'm tired. Uh, well, so how, how was it for you? It was cool. I mean, I tried to do it the day before and couldn't do it. So but we didn't use the whole day to do it. Okay. But also, you had a friend that yeah. by himself tried it six hours. Yeah, and oh, couldn't shit. do it with strangers. Strange. What weapon did you use? Uh, a charge shield, charge blade, charge blade. So you stuck with your trident. I mean, no, no. We tried. I tried the bow. So I was gonna make a bow set cater to this guy, and I was Anti-care. doing zero damage on this guy. <laughs> so you have to aim for his head. Uh, I still shit. think it's when he's enraged is when you were uh, doing zero damage because I'm sure there was points where yeah. you're hitting him other places and you weren't hitting. So uh, one of our viewers, uh, Jay, thank you, Jay. Uh, he helped me um, mm. take on the tempered Karen and fuck me that quest me. i tried it a few times and if it wasn't like once i learned how to survive the karen i was in groups where people did not know and they were just getting wombo comboed by this fool i was getting one shot yeah yeah that's the first few encounters with him it was just like and he saw me breathes in my direction dead i need to yeah i still think i need an armor to counter him did you get the thunderproof mantle i did Okay, that helped me. I started doing some side quests. Yeah, he, for him, he takes away. He takes away my vi- vitality amount of one hit. Yeah, it just goes away, dude. I was just like, what the f-? yeah, you yeah. I don't, I don't envy having to go and do. Yeah, uh, so I, I feel like vitality. I think doubles your health. Yeah, it's like a full health. Yeah, point. so if it if it takes your mental in one hit, <laughs> that is a one hit, pretty so, much. So I went at it. I want to just share by well, tell tell walk us through the journey of that quest where you two succeeded. 
double carded, <laughs> I think. And I brought a hammer. Yeah. So hammer. And it was a sus too. Okay. Actually, yeah. at the time, you had the bow still in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you switched, switched mid game. Oh, right, right, right. You're like, fuck this. And I was like, <laughs> just switch now. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then when he carded yes. the second. The first cart was a standard, like, nothing too crazy. He was doing damage. But one time we fought it, it was limping and it slept and we lost. That wasn't tempered either. <laughs> <laughs> he chose the wrong mission. <laughs> oh, my God. But we didn't win it anyways. Okay. okay. <laughs> It's funny though, because in our heads we're like, "This is the hardest one." This is the and wall. It wasn't even. It wasn't even the hard one. It was. <laughs> this is the wall, for me, and it man. broke you. Right it there. broke me. Like I had to switch, and it Change. was useless. So the final minutes, how did that go? Like you got it up, you were. It was asleep. It was scary. Yeah, because yeah. at some point I ran out of high potions, regular potions, max potions, life powders. So I was like, "Jang, I'm restocking." He Hold left, the fort. and I just kept on. I fought it, but I was very <laughs> super concerned. And you took it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we didn't. I didn't. Kill Honestly, it. at that point, I I was like, this guy was a master, dude. I don't think he got hit a single time. Oh, that's right. That from hit. the moment that I left like, to me coming back, he but, never got hit, and I still wasted like half of my high potions again. Still, I was super conservative, though. I wasn't. Super I was like, as soon as he did an attack, God. I went to his face, and I. It, it's a long attack. It does like a twirl of the hammer, and then right. the last hit is a, a hit. Yeah, and I would hit him twice, and before I get the third hit, it, he like whacked me again with lightning. Luckily, I wasn't one shotted. Okay, but you finally did it. Yeah, congratulations. Two days. <laughs> There's like a free opening too, and and he was like, "It's in a small area." I don't yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> it was in a fucking small. Area. I was like, "Dude, that's so bad. I'm not even risking it." <laughs> so the guy was attacking like a mile down the road, like he was doing a sign thing. So he was completely open and. He still didn't want to run in, so I thought it was funny. From my perspective, I was the one getting hit, so I can see the lightning <laughs> blast in front of me, and I was like, "He's open." And he's like, "That's too risky." But it was like, it's funny because you mentioned it. it was like I can't see the lines because sometimes the lines are very blurry. I'm just like, "Holy shit!" Those cocaine lines. And then I'll roll, and then you're like, "Oh shit, I'm in another line." Yeah. <laughs> you're like, "No, no." So the I had I was using bow for the first one we were doing, and or like the light bow gun, and when you dodge. It does like an extended roll, yeah. but it's really slow at the end. So I did a dodge, did a nice length roll. Then I get like slowly get back to my feet. And I'm like, I notice the lightning and I'm like, no, no, no. no. And then you just get hit by this. <laughs> I thing. hate those. You see it a mile away and you're just like, there's nothing. It's slow mo. Because like, you're, normally, you're normally dodging behind you where you can't see behind you. And yeah. then when you dodge... You finally see that area, and you're like, "That's another fucking line of lightning that he's about to drop down." It's like a wildly coyote acme moment. It was just like, Aah. so something got leaked. Black Karen's gonna come out. I, that's in a previous game, right? A black version of him. I don't I feel think, like I remember okay, a black then, one. It was like a purple. So. I thought that's there's some uh, like Stygian Karen sort of very. Black Karen Stygian or Stygian? Stygian, whatever. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Pronunciation has always Stygian. been the conflict of Monster Hunter. Rathalos or Rathian? Both. Jurgen <laughs> or Beria? Both. Jay Leno. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I I also hit HR 50. I'm at... So when you unlocked, where were you at? 50. Really? 50. Oh, yeah. I was like... I was Because he was all sad. He was like, I'm 49. I'm like, don't worry, dude. As soon as you do this, you're going to be like 52, 53. <laughs> And he's like, guess what I'm at? I'm like, 51. He's like, 50. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I looked 100 hours in. Yeah? I cracked the 100-hour mark. Congrats. I'm like 160-something. I'm like 108, 102, somewhere in there. And I, when I hit that 50 
and unlocked it, I got to 59. Hmm. So now I'm at like six, uh, low 60s. Wow. So um, I've done so many of these optional. I'm like, respond SOS. Just <laughs> throw me at something. I still haven't done enough SOS I know. to get that. That's the <laughs> only trophy I have that you don't. <laughs> 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 I was going through the trophy. I'm like, man, oh I've had 55 trophies. I wonder which ones Vargas has. And I was like, he has... Like ten other ones that I don't have, but I got that one. <laughs> I just don't can do SOS, dude. I don't mind doing them. I need because a lot of times it's like I jump in. If it's a multi monsters, they've killed four of the monsters, yeah. and I go in and there I go and just in time to carve the last monster, and I get a boatload of rewards, and it's a tempered quest. I'm that's like, funny. easy money. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I went in the game thinking like. It, it well, it is generally easier if you play by yourself. Like the monster has a, a an insane. Uh, amount breaking of lost health like and yeah health. and then the breaking points for like their face yeah. cutting their tail breaking anything mm-hmm. is so much lower solo. so it's like for me it's like solo all the way all the way all the way but I, I really need to get in the mindset of like playing with friends having fun but for me it's just like kill this guy as fast as possible yeah like, that's no just... I, I see valid points on either sides which is great and we'll get into it in my topic but I have sure. a few things that have happened <laughs> that I want to get off my chest first uh, one I had my Pokemon Perfect League tournament mm. um, that I went to. Pikabra. Pikabra squad. I, and, I wish I didn't know the answer to the question about this one, but I know it already. <laughs> what do you know? That yeah, you're, you beat your number one. <laughs> that you're, you number, were very, very close. We're number, to number 15 one. of 15. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me go through this. We and two of my coworkers, um, Sonia and Nicole. Uh, we were a peak of, peak of party. Peak of bros. Peak of bros. And we went into this tournament that is typically five players. I'm, I think I kind of went over basic overview. They 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 set a time, which is like from five to seven, where they find... So we thought there'd be a raid. I don't know how we thought it would work, but they're like, how do they control where raids happen? Yeah. Because I'm like, why are we at this park if it's not at this park? And it turns out what they do is they look at the nearby... Like during that, once it started, once all the teams have been accounted for and registered, they look at what's nearby and they look at the closest ones and they like give everyone the exact coordinate and go to go there. They let everyone get there. They have like they make sure that it's one that hasn't gone yet. They're like, okay, this is one that in 10 minutes it'll hatch. And so we went, but the, the, the tricky thing for the hardcore tournament was it was supposed to be the legendary Pokemon, which was when they set this up, Rayquaza. Rayquaza, the the Shenron dragon. Did it change when? No. So what oh. happened was, Niantic. I mean, this is a a fan run grassroots sort of league. Niantic was like, guys, I, in case you didn't have a chance to get Groudon or Kyogre, all three of them are out right now. Oh, and yeah. what that does is, there's no indicator whether a legendary right. egg will hatch into a Groudon, a Rayquaza, or a Kyogre. And so that fucked with the tournament. We're like, what happens? Because they said specifically for this tournament. It's going to be Rayquaza. So the day prior, Saturday, was community day, and it was Dratini. So I was catching, like, I caught 91 Dratinis. And you can get shiny ones, too. And I was just stocking up. I was like, this is, and I pulled all my resources into things to counter Rayquaza, which oh, was shit. one of them, a big one is Dragonite, which yeah. is Dratini's evolution. So, you leveled so I, sp- I like, shinies. used every resource I had to, like, max out these teams. And the next day, they're like, they, they were adjusting it in this league, and they're like, so we're just going to let you know, it might not, like, if worse comes to worse, it might not be Rayquaza. And we're sorry for that. So we're going to give everyone an extra, like, 10, 15 minutes to, like, re-set up their team, which isn't much, but it's something. 
ended up being Rayquaza. Oh, nice. Oh. So we were like lucked out. And it was funny because by the time we found a Ray, because it was <laughs> hard. I that story up. I'm like, it's not going to be Rayquaza. It was this added tension of like unknown factor. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, what do we do? But you like threw it out there like, and it was Rayquaza though. But anyways. I was like, my buddy, you, just, you fucking scared me. I think thinking. you left. I went back right. <laughs> um, and so we go. <laughs> so we got video now. Yeah, yeah. Can you have me my camera? We're doing like time lapse stuff. I'm messing. With, I'm doing all Casey Nice study over here. You're good. You're good. Um, can't put that over there. So anyway, um, so yeah, uh, we end up. There was one like ten minutes away. Yeah. And um, we all drive over. And by this time, it's Sunday. It's like 6 p.m. And we're waiting for this egg to hatch, wait, not knowing yet whether it's Rayquaza or not. And you, it's like nighttime. The, the league hosts have these Gengar like, uh, jock jackets. So like Leatherman jackets. Yeah. But they have Gengar's face on the back. So it's like this like high school looking like punk like... <laughs> 1920s, like, oh, we're gonna derby race out in the they're, field. They're the new um, <laughs> play chicken. Uh, they're the new, uh, what is it? The the, the, the no, the the faction in the game that steals the Pokemon and everything. Um, uh, Team Rocket, like Rocket, but they've changed names yeah. now. Well, it's been different teams, like Team Magma, Team Aqua. But one of them has the the skull one has like the jacket, so very similar to. I, I feel oh, like what you're that describing. one. I'm not sure which one that one. I know Team which skull one. Or I don't know. Yeah, it might be. It might be. So anyway, uh, we're in this, and everyone's got their headlights on in the cars, and we're all just like, all right, let's wait for this egg to hatch. Like all the teams dance like, off. It's like West Side Story. <laughs> gotta catch a ball. <laughs> and we're waiting, and we're dressed in Pikachu theme. Like we're the only team. That is, I that feel... That were No, there was one other one. There was the Blissey Brigade, which is Chansey's Evolution. They all had these, like, hardcore-looking, like... Blissey. Blisseys with, like, commando nice, uh, bandanas on their, on their shirt. I was like, these are, these are pretty hardcore people. Shigunahaka. <laughs> Pikaka! Pikaka! I was, I was thinking of that. So before, when we, when we started the raid, we all were, like, <laughs> crowded. I wanted to do that. I legit was saying that. scared of fuck. Yeah. Haka. Choo! Isn't there, like, a like a, a Pokemon, like, palm kind of fighting? Um, yeah, Hariyama. Like, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> what we did was I did I did a lighter version because we're not all, like, super loud and whatever. But you um, weren't. I was a little bit. But, like, we were in our little, like, we were about to start our raid. We're yeah. like, can we be one of the first? Because I had to go to my mom's birthday. Oh, I was like, shit. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, shit. I'm juggling. I juggled like 18 different things this weekend. So I, we're like getting there and we have to set my screen to record, which got the audio too. And so you hear the three of us playing. And then like before the raid started, I was like, all right, hands in everybody. I was like, Pikachu. <laughs> and <laughs> and they're like, and people uh, get, no, they got into that. Like okay. they were like, okay, with like a quick burst, yeah. but not like a whole haka. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm kind of trying to get them to go to San Diego because that's where the... Two months from now is the next one. Okay. I'm like, Pika Bros need to make a return. <laughs> and fuck, man. So level 40s was like the standard. Everyone was at level 40. We were 30. I'm 38 at the time of this. My teammates were 34 and 33. And so I was like, all right, we're, we're fighting two people short. We're fighting under level. I don't, fuck it. Like, let's YOLO. And we go in and... We're like, all right, whatever. Just tap. Just tap as frantically as you can. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we get to a point where we're like, oh, shit. Like, there's a lot of time left. Just keep this momentum. Like, we start getting excited. We're like, okay, go, 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 go. And then um, we get to the end. We're like, shit, 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 shit. Like, this is the point where it's like, no one make a mistake. No yeah. one. 
and like we're like I'm freaking out about reviving things or if I should just use like a B team right. that might not be as effective, but it it would be quicker to bring that team in. And my friends like switching. She had other teams. She had to like roll through. And we're just all frantically tapping at this fucking thing. And you can hear it in my phone's audio, the tapping of my phone. <laughs> and I swear to God, you cannot see this fucker's health when the clock hits, like, time's up. No. And I was like, mother fucker. It was exhilarating. Dang. Like, I've never felt so, like, high on adrenaline <laughs> with, from a game like that in a long time. Mm. Um, so much so that we were like... They said, if you don't win, we'll get someone to win with you so that you can get to the catch screen, which you'll get additional points. There'll be few, but there'll be something. Yeah. And we're like, we want to try one more time just on our own, just for peace of mind. And the second time we had like lag issues, network issues. Uh, it wasn't even, it was like a night and day difference. Like what the fuck happened? Like yeah. I couldn't do anything. I was like, this pissed me off. The next day though, we went on our own at like lunchtime and Murdered we beat it. We beat it through. I was like. I knew we could easy. No, no problem. So it was, it was a cool experience. Um, and then uh, Pokemon related. It is now the beginning of March. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got to level 38 um, in January 19th. I checked because I took a screenshot that day. I am now fifth, like a quarter of a million away, less than a quarter of a million away from 39, which is very little. Like I'm yeah. at the final like eighth but, of but my. But you said that in March should be level 40. In March. Not starter March. I mean, you got a whole month to, I, I, to, to rank up to 38 The next again. community day is triple XP. I'm, <laughs> and it's going to be WonderCon weekend. So that An Anaheim oh, area is lit. Can I make it like official and just bet you like 50 bucks that you're not going to do it? Ooh. 50, I'll buy your dinner. All right. Ooh. So 25 bucks. If I can hit I mean, 40. Dinner. Fuck me. So if, if you hit 40, I buy you dinner. By the end of March. By the end of March. If you don't, you buy me dinner. Okay. Deal. All right. <laughs> we just shook hands. It's official, guys. Hey, sit there. <laughs> Whew, okay. Pressure. Uh, this changes everything. I was just be like, I'll get to it. Like I'm April. Oh, you you, you got like, You got to go from one to thirty-eight or thirty-nine. Apparently, right? Is that what? That's what it was. No, one to thirty-seven is equivalent to thirty-seven to thirty-nine. Perfect. No, no. But what's the or to forty? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you it's, to, some, it's like one. You literally two. have to get to level thirty-seven. <laughs> In March. All of March. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> and you're not even at 39 yet. I got this. Damn. Easy. Easy. Easiest Three dinner. Three hours of triple XP. Right Easiest on. dinner. Is going to be insane. Easiest Let alone, dinner I've ever had. I have tomorrow. Katie's busy tomorrow night. <laughs> and <laughs> Saturday. Easiest dinner I've ever I'm going to get it in two days. <laughs> Easiest dinner I've ever had. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> I'm well on my way to 40. And I... I uh, I made the next step in my Pokemon journey. What's the next step? I no, I'm gonna have uh, an Enforcer device soon, mm. which is like a sec like not like a sort of like a, either a tablet or like a non data phone. Hey, just don't let it be an iPad Mini, iPad One, Two, or Three, or an iPhone, iPhone C, yeah, iPhone. I know. <laughs> I, I was telling my coworkers today about that, and they're like, "Wait, is this?" One? I was like, "No, you're fine. You're fine." Yeah, there's an iOS, like iOS 11. Yeah, the stream next. No, no, those are bad. I, I hate watching Pokemon Go streamers. I don't know stream, dude. That's anyway, why you got to be the best one. Yeah, be the best. There's there's a lot of room for growth. Ah, Pika! Before every raid, before I'm just like, guys, guys, wait, wait. God damn it! This again. It's a ritual. It's how we win. So then Pokemon happened. Um, 
wrestling, there was a big stuff. I went Monday to Night I Raw. went to Raw live in Anaheim, mm. and John Cena again. I've been to this place since I came to California since I was fourteen, and I love it. Like every time I go, it's it's surreal. It's like you're seeing these larger than life like people that have done so much and. The, in their character and outside, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we got really close up seats. It was nuts, and um, it was fun. It was a lot of good time. Close Under, enough. Undertaker to making a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Undertaker making a comeback. No, no. That was what? that was the what? biggest swerve they had. Like John Cena's like, I I need like he's lost back to like match after match. He's like, I don't have a way to WrestleMania now, and he's like, there is one way. He's like, no, at first he's like, I got to get, like, there's, I'm do something no other wrestlers do is I'm going to admit failure. Yeah. And, but there is one thing I can do and, and it'll guarantee I get to WrestleMania. And he's like, he knows the crowd is thinking what he's thinking. He's like, and that is I to do. challenge. And he's like, the fuck, like the Undertaker. Like he just like reads it. The crowd went nuts. <laughs> like I, I hadn't seen the crowd get that excited since like The Rock made an appearance. And then he's like. But that's not gonna happen. Like <laughs> after, after, it wasn't. Like, he let it soak in yeah. too. He's like, "This is. It's gonna legit finally happen." And he's like, "It's not gonna happen." And now that you guys know what disappointment feels like too, you can relate to how I feel. <laughs> and I was like, "That was too this is, good." It's like, oh my god, this is. I loved it. I, I was like, funny. "Bravo, bravo." We're related now. And he's like, yeah, I just got to go to... Because he's like, I'm a free agent, so I'm going to go to SmackDown and make a challenge over there to see if I can get to, into something over in their title. That's he, funny. The whole time is I have a friend she, in, on her Snapchat story. I saw... It looked like it was Roman Reigns. I'm like, there's no way she's at Raw as well. Like, she lives in San Diego. So I hit her up and she's like, no, it was a SmackDown. I, I guess she has a friend who's in SmackDown. Um, in? Yeah, he's like a, an actual wrestler that that goes in SmackDown. He's done like big, big time fights or whatever. Uh, Andrew Andre, on, I don't know what his name is. What, what's his wrestling name? That yeah, like Andre or something. I think it's an A. I don't know. I Aiden English. Maybe he looks almost like Roman Reigns. Black hair, long hair. I don't know. Rusev. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> on SmackDown. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look this up after. Anyway, so I went to that, and aside from that, Monster Hunter, yeah. So, with that small segment <laughs> of Monster Hunter, we're gonna finally now that we're all at a at a good well into this game. You you said you're at how many hours? Hundred. Hundred. I'm at a hundred. You're well over. You're like three hundred. Um, let's review it. Let's let's really dive let's into it. like. I haven't played it long enough to review. I'm sorry. I'll um, opt out of this. This is like the tutorial. You're still tutorial stage. <laughs> um, tell me, what do you guys like? General impressions of the game. Tell you. Tell me. Tell um, the fans. It's uh, don't play the game. For, for <laughs> it's it's a huge time sink. Don't worry about it. Play other games. Let other people play it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Live their your life through them. What do you guys? That's that's it. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> It's casual, but dude, it's actually—I like it. It's. Can you great. extrapolate on that? It's casual. Oh damn! So let me exa- extrapolate. Like okay, oh, one that. one thing is like controls. Like to do certain things, it's so much more easier to do. Like for example, before if a monster was coming at you and you want to insta block, you would have to hit triangle and square and circle. Now you just have to hit R two and. 
It's so much easier. It's like super casual. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but you still have to get the timing, correct? Yeah, but it's a lot easier because you don't okay. have to worry about The execution. Inputs. Yeah. Okay. So I think casual-wise, they did a great job in a sense of the game itself, I think, is very new gamer friendly. Like it when you choose a weapon... Even after you've played so long and you go into the new weapon, it literally does a whole new tutorial again on that new weapon for you. Um, but from the beginning till what I consider um, the end of the storyline, I don't think has very many difficulties for you or for a new player. It's it's once you start getting past that point where it's considered end game, where you're fighting two basil geese uh, tempered, a single Kirin tempered, you know, all these tempered uh, monsters that are going to one-shot you, I think that's where it starts getting difficult. And and it's really cool because that's... I feel like the amount of time it takes you to beat the game single-wise is is a great amount of time for the money that you Sing- spend on the like game. It's like playing solo? Or single-wise? What do you mean? Uh, single, I meant like uh, the storyline itself. Oh, okay. okay. Um, it's a great amount of time that you spend playing the, the, the storyline itself till the, to the, the end-game boss, essentially. Um but then from that point, obviously, you can add way more hours doing all that endgame stuff, which requires farming weapons that you need, farm, farming armor that you need, finding specific decorations <sighs> that you want. Um, so it, it's, I, I feel like it caters to both very well, to, to, to new gamers and hardcore Monster right. Hunter fans. Does a really good job. Really good balance. You hate everything. I I think it does a out of all the Monster Hunter games, it does the best job of catering towards newcomers mm-hmm. and welcoming in fans. I don't think it does a great job at it because looking at it from our point of view, we're, we've <laughs> kind of like grown accustomed to a lot of these. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like the UI, it is like if you go to a, just a, someone who's played Breath of the Wild maybe or Mario or even something a little like, I don't know, they like a Call radio. of Duty. I feel like you look at a monster on your screen and there's like a hundred things going on You're at right. once. You got text popping up. You got mm-hmm. your map over here. You got the legend over here. You got the map and the map in and of itself, if even when you don't open it, has like a hundred yeah. items on there. And I'm even me, I'm lost half the time on what is going on in that map. Um, you got your click wheel that you can manually click through or you can do the radio click. Mm-hmm. Using Knowing how to, once you like are aware of that and overcome that level... I feel like it becomes very second nature. And that's where I feel like you, you still go have a barrier to get through. Once you're there, it's all intuitive. It's all very... Like, the use of the controller is very well... Like, for all those menus, you can still get away with using a standard PS4 controller. Fucking awesome. But... The, and then the, the, the other aspect, not just UI, the tutorials of the weapons. I feel like 90% of people will f- try to find a YouTube video to find out how to properly use a weapon. Right. Otherwise, they just like. I'll give my experience. I with like a switch axe. It's it's a somewhat like it, it, it does a good job of saying like this is beginner friendly, like a star rating, but the text is really small, and then they throw like a lot of it on the screen at once. So that is even to me kind of like this is not how I want to be, like taught. I don't mm-hmm. know. I I do think that the tutorials are there, and you have like a area where you can like practice, which is great. I just don't think like, and this is where it's, it bounces a fine line of being great and not being great because it has a ton that you don't know off the right off the bat yeah. to me. But 
that is both a, a, a gift and a curse because as you're playing it, you we've experienced this many times. You're playing and you're like, wait, if you just press that button, you could skip the the cinematic and just go straight to carving. Or if you press this button, like all these little like delightful like yeah. surprises. That is an awesome feeling when you're like 80 hours into the game and you still are discovering new things. But when you're trying to just figure out basics, it's cumbersome. It feels like it, it's it's weird. It, it that's why I'm saying like it's yeah it's cool and it's not at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think that the way a lot of the weapons control as a as a, someone who you know all three of us have played is a lot easier than what we're used to. Um, I I just wish the way they presented it was a little bit cooler. I think the idea of like previewing videos is cool. Um, all in all, I 100% recommend it. I just feel like it doesn't fully overcome that barrier that they've always been challenged with. Like, there's this this skill tree, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, now I understand. It still has it, but it's better. It's yeah. it's of the ones we've played. This is, I think, the best handled. I mean, to be honest with you, like the demo, mm-hmm. I felt like I've played every, not like I wouldn't say every single demo that's ever been out, but from like the 3DS um to the uh the Wii yeah uh uh the Wii U they've had demos I've played the demos playing solo those demo monsters I have a difficult time like I mean the time has always been cut shorter it's never been the full hour do you have to play the game it's like a 30 minute yeah but I with with what they give me I've never been able to like really beat a monster like consecutively in those demos mm. And I felt like this this demo was completely different. Like it was just too easy. Like mm. you felt like everything was. And that's one of the best feelings I have with Monster Hunter, and I hope many people have. And it, I'm you're seeing those people at different rate speed rates. Mm-hmm. Like they're already there, like super early on, like a few weeks. And then the people that are just getting to like touch scratch the surface of like beating the campaign, is this feeling of like becoming super powerful, of wielding these giant fucking weapons. And then going to town on yeah. creatures, either solo or, or like when you've learned mm-hmm. a monster, or when you've learned a weapon, it's earned and it's like powerful. Mm-hmm. Until they hit tempered carry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until they hit their wall. But even then, it's like, I remember a, a day when Teostra scared the shit out of me. And now I'm like farming Teostra. I'm like, ah, okay, let's just jump in. That'll be a quick 10 minutes. All right, let's do it another eight times. Burn half my health, but we got this. Yeah, like I don't even bother eating or like, (laughs) you know, you do all these things. And it's so cool in that sense. Um, What was the thing you guys were looking forward to the most going into this game that if you could remember? I always hope that they don't nerf Gunlance or Charge. Like my favorite weapons, I hope they don't nerf it and they haven't. But you also haven't played it. Gunlets? Barely. He's ranked number one in North America. Yeah. Come on. No, I've, I know. I've used it. It's fucking good. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. So your weapons being balanced in a negative way. What did you feel? Or were you were you hoping for or worried about going in? I was worried about the end game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um and I, I don't feel like it's it's up to the point that I, I wish um like it, it could still be, like mm-hmm. from D from pro- probably downloadable content. Um, but it's, it's good enough that better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, so that, that's something that I'm actually delighted for that or mm-hmm. delighted to have experiences is assuming it was going to be a bad end game content. It, well, it's really I, w- I want to ask you about this. What is end game in this for you? <clears throat> after you beat the game, everything after that, just everything, everything farming for decoration, <laughs> decoration. That's, farming? that's what it is. For the me. one thing that, uh, so because I have a different view. I mean, I still feel like we haven't like completely like 
talked about the game. No, we, I mean, um, we're piece by piece. Right, it. right. Yeah. So there well, is what's considered investigations. And okay. these are from you. When you fight monsters, um, these monsters leave tracks or like they'll they'll scratch themselves and leave like pieces of themselves on the ground, like their fur yeah. or their feathers if they're a bird type monster. Um, you know, like if they walk around with mud on them, they leave mud. Um, and you 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 grab these pieces and you learn more about this monster, and then eventually, like you learn so much that you find an investigation where it's like, oh, you found that there's a, a creature in this map, and the game tells you, and you can like fight that creature for better rewards, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that it they did that for tempered investigations is the worst, at least for elder what? dragons, is the worst. Oh, okay. You kind of quickly said it. I didn't hear. Um, okay. For tempered dragons. Why is that? So you you have to to find any tempered version. You have to find like their tempered tracks, and you can find a lot of the regular monsters, but tempered monsters, tempered elder dragons. There's little like one area that has one investigative area for that tempered so you have to like reload the map over and find it reload the map over and find it and once you reach enough points it finds an investigation as yeah. a tempered elder dragon and that's the only like is i that, mean it's I not thought, the only I way the other way like that is one of the main ways but i thought the other way was to um fight break break parts like every time I've break in broken parts, I've gotten like for every two parts broken, I'll get like yeah, one you investigation. Get, you do get those points towards. No, I get. It says I get an. I got an investigation part broken and new investigation. I don't feel like I get that. Like the only ever, the only tempered monster I ever get is Valhazak. I've killed that guy like seventy two times probably, oh. and it just leads to more Valhazak investigations. Okay. I've not found a single um, Nurhigante. I've not found really? a single Kieran investigation uh, that's Oh, tempered. Kieran, yeah. I've gotten a ton of Nurhigant. I've ones. not got a single one. That one is easy. Uh, well, I mean, this is, again, going outside. Uh, if you go to, like, the Arex and the Gaijin Hunter videos. Yeah, but the, they say once you have it, you can farm more. I have not found a single one, so I can't farm Nurhigant investigations. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you just go into, like, an Elder Dragon fight, you can get investigations from that, and it could one of it could yeah, be but a tempered. it's only ever been Valhazak, and that no, only no, leads to No, I'm saying not a, not a tempered version of it. If you go into a regular investigation of a Nurhigante, there's a chance you can get a tempered investigation from it. It's not like tempered get, gets you... Oh, like, I see. So I can fight a regular, not, not, non-tempered uh, inv- Nurhigante yeah. and find a tempered investigation. Yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten that lucky then. Okay. Uh, and I mean... It, it is still RNG, and that's a lot of... Monster, yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, I feel like this. I feel like there are things to be RNG. I feel like this investigation shouldn't be RNG like that. Like, if I find like pieces on the ground, it I, I feel like it could be RNG for anything, it could be like a rare monster okay. or an easy monster, but it shouldn't be like if I'm finding because it so there's different threats of investigations. There's like a if you're finding temper, there's one flame tempered investigation, two flame tempered, and three flame. Okay, so one and two are like easy versions and harder versions of these regular monsters. Three is always an elder dragon investigation. So you have to find the level three ones to count towards finding a tempered uh, elder dragon. Um, I feel like finding one and two should always have a chance of finding the harder ones too. Mm. That way I can just like spam those. Cause there's a ton of those in the maps everywhere. Like when you just go in a regular map, I just, I feel like I'm having such a hard time finding the I, tempered. I, my solution to this would be if you guys remember for ultimate, Mm-hmm. Um, the guild cards, not guild cards, the guild quests. Okay. 
you know how you could like if you had a guild quest, I could you could trade or something mm-hmm. and share it. I think that would be great. If yeah. I had a Nurigandu one, you'd be like, oh, let's load up. Yeah, you want to do that on yeah here or like here's my guild card. I have five registered yeah. uh, investigations with my guild cards. So when you're sharing guild cards, that brings up one annoying aspect. What's, what's investigations? You can't sort them. They're all oh yeah, mixed so up. They I manually. Like, I remember we f- we were talking about that early on. You were like, can't like, you just delete them all at once? I was like, I'm nope. checking all the boxes, and all of a sudden, <laughs> stupid annoying. <laughs> 250 investigations. You can <laughs> sort everything else except that thing. Now. <laughs> I room for improvement. Capcom, come on. Yeah. Um. So there's that the investigations. You guys so use, oh. you guys used a wish list. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't. I do. I'm so paranoid. Oh, well, yeah, I know. There, there, there's always the orange <laughs> Jesus, but I I use it just for like I know I I want. So for me, uh, going back to Endgame, I know decorations and temper quest and uh, what is it? The things that like you augment augmentations. That seems to be like the main grind for a lot of people. I'm not like I'm saving that personally. And for me, it's like okay, I'm using switch axe. I'm still I've dabbled in a few other weapons, but before I fully leave switch axe to like commit to another weapon and learn it, because for me, switch axe was fairly like I wanted to just go in with a new weapon. I haven't really used switch axe prior to this game. Um, I wanted to get to a point where, uh, with each weapon, one of the cool things, and that's been in all monsters. I'm gonna just preface this back up, back up one step is. You have all the different types of like each monster's version of that weapon, yeah, and the benefits of each one. Some will have fire damage, other ones will have extra slots, some will have extra uh, critical hits, so on and so forth. And they all have like N tier versions of their. I like getting the final versions of like all of the switch axes before I move on. So I'm like, all right, I have four of them, <laughs> I'm gonna work on the other eight, and then I'll move on. I'll, I'll be comfortable moving on. Yeah. And if I want to fall back on it, I have this library. But it's like something for me to work towards mm-hmm. that I've always tried to do with prior games that I never do. But like that, where, where I use the wish list in tying to this is I'll pick two or three of them and I'll be like, all right. I, what's funny is I have the end game material because I've been doing so many just like SOS calls. But none of the easier stuff. I ha- I'm missing like an early one. I'm like, I need an aqua sack. And I'm like, God damn it. That's. And, one thing I don't like about the monster hunt, this game, you guys got to correct me if I'm wrong. In order to build a weapon, you got to yep. build from the base. I was up. about to say that. <sighs> so I don't like annoying, that. Dude. And where prior versions, if you could, there were like checkpoint milestones where it's like, okay, from this point on, you can start from this point yep. in building the weapon and then going upgrading. I fu- so I, I fu- built the bone <laughs> weapon a hundred times now. I fucked up a weapon twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the wrong. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Yeah. Well, it's nice that it lets you go back one tree, but once you start a new tree, it's like there's no going back. Mm. Yeah, there's certain, there's certain, yeah. and they show it to you. I think there's like a square around. Yeah, it. yeah. And like once you go into that, you build that weapon. It's locked to that one. Mm-hmm. You can no longer um, like revert back to an older weapon and get all your materials back. I I do like. I gotta give some credits here. In prior games, they've made it required in order to continue to like do like egg quests or farming quests. They've put all that in optional quests, which is still kind of incentivizing you to do them, but it's for like side rewards. It's like, oh, you'll unlock additional things in the cook or you'll unlock new slots for your uh, botanical garden or something. I'm like, okay, this is a a good way of doing it. The way they have, and like, I I just like that, like the the flow of it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, my assigned quests I just do this order. I don't have to like find figure out which one of the like if you look at it like without using websites or anything, how would you know what quests are are key to unlock your urgent in prior games? Right. Like it's just like I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I like that they made it. It's like a sign. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Like that was a good step. The the thing though, another thing is is food wise. Like mm. I did. So most of your food is is unlocked through the optional quests. Yeah. Um, Which you you food is uh, for for those again newcomers. They might not know this. <laughs> and we're if you haven't heard it yet, then we'll let you know. But food you eat before a meal or in the middle of a meal and in a certain combination or in a certain styles they give you benefits in stamina health and other modifiers like attack defense yeah, you know it, so on it, so it'll on. boost your max health it'll boost your max stamina it'll give you like um better attack damage better sure. defense mm-hmm. better just uh yeah. elemental mm-hmm. defense or different different things and then on, on top of all that you get like special cat abilities. Yeah. Um, if you're where, fine solo. Yeah. But what is that chef cat doing cooking? That guy needs to be your pal. <laughs> Maybe you unlock him at HR 100. There you go. Um, so what were you saying about food? I, I wish that I could go over like foods I don't have. And it's like this is through a quest oh. or this is through an end game item. Because a lot. So a lot of um, the vegetarian or like the veggie uh, foods are through account item uh, like rare account items you find in maps so like when you go to certain maps there's certain um uh like things you can gather uh-huh. where when you pick it up it's an account item so instead of it counting towards your your item materials it, it you turn it into the guild for for special points oh, research points okay but if it's the first time finding like a really rare one like it'll show your character like does it like a different animation like holy crap i found it. and then like and he picks it up it shines in the air yeah, yeah. um and it tells you like straight up it's like whole new item gives you a whole description of the thing and when you finish that quest at the very bottom it's like because you found um king kingly cactus you know we gave you uh, a cactus meal or mm-hmm. a cactus food item and the thing but i'm missing like a whole row of vegetables i'm missing like a whole row of like um alcoholic beverages and a few meats and i'm like i have no fucking clue how to get these i've maxed out every quest like i'm still missing like there's still two sections that show blue completed which means i haven't done every quest yeah, there yeah. but they're also not showing up for me yeah so i it's like at this point i don't know how to complete the goddamn game 100 percent. i need maybe, it maybe it's uh for future i need it content i need it well let's talk about fe- like what we what we've been given i know dlc has been announced for the f- coming year do you feel like we've been shortchanged in the in the present game, or do you feel like it's a whole product? You know, some games will be like, "Oh, here's our game," but if you get the DLC, this will will add more things. But those things they add on tend to be like, "Why didn't you just include those in the base game?" No, I've not felt that at all. Like, you feel like it's a full yeah. Every do you agree? every yeah. so the way they they do like the 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 DLC <laughs> is um they're just like brand new missions, like missions that we've had available, or I mean. We've had missions available, but these missions are like no. I'm talking about like they're they're planning on doing a Devil Joe DLC, but is which that, is like a new map, de- new monster, new ooh, weapons. New but map. that's not paid. Like that's free. I know, but the event things are different. Right. Okay. There is that too. The game, the way the game is now, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Okay. And then I I also know that all future DLC will be free. So regardless of whether I feel like I'm missing it or not. I feel like I'll get it eventually because I've paid 60 bucks. I'm not paying any more and I will get all this future content anyway. But you also pay for the Hadouken. And I also pay for the <laughs> I mean, I bought it. I'm about to buy it. I mean, I it had... Was two fi- it was 250 each. And I was like, you know what? I love this. I've put 100 plus hours into one game. And Kay's like, I'm glad you're playing this game. You're not buying any other games. <laughs> um, Thank you, Cup Cup. Yeah. 
And uh, I was like, you know what? Fine. And what's funny is I'll play with my friends, and, and one of our buddies, Keith, uh, what's what he's done now, it's like become like a ritual for him. We'll play, put bombs on a monster's head, <laughs> and we're like, Keith, do it. And he hadoukens it and fucking murders him. <laughs> I love that. I love one of the things. I've, uh, it's the small touches that I really enjoy. I love the detail and like just little things you're doing, like... Like I said, you feel like a badass. Like the little extra umph you get out of a hit, the little like the little moments of when you're uh, getting your rewards. Mm -hmm. It's like a kill screen shot, and if you time it right or you angle it correctly, someone in your group will have an epic shot. Yeah. And what we've done is I've been on a few hunts with like our buddies, and they'll we'll just like we'll do hunts, and if someone has a really good one, we'll send it to the group, and we'll, we'll like look at them like, damn, dude, that was fucking awesome. There was one where I almost had one. And like I went and I, I with my switch axe, you can like sort of side mount them yeah. and like just discharge your sword like has a charged energy you, like, in it. Just blast it. And I swear to God, I thought it was going to kill it. And I was like, this is going to be epic because it was a perfect shot. And one of our buddies was like, I got the camera angle. So if it dies, this will be my kill <laughs> shot. And it died a hit later. I was like, oh. damn it. So <laughs> it's like fun little goals like that. Um like when again, when I was saying for me, the end game isn't even the end game that they've intended. So I'm like, I feel like the longevity of this game is, I don't even know. Like I missed out on the weekly. This is the first time I'm doing weeklies for a game because I've never. Oh played. yeah, this is the first time. So I did this weekly. I'm not. I missed out on like three. Um, yeah, probably three. Me too. I'm not, I'm not gonna too. miss out on them. What's cool is it's another way of like factoring in the RNG. I typically in a monster Hunter game, it's like. You just have to keep grinding and hope for that one or two percent chance of a gem popping or a plate popping. And while that still sort of exists, and what you were saying with the tracking, you learn what the percentages are, or the not the percentage, but the frequencies by like star ratings. Yeah, with of the how, scout fly and research. Exactly. Um, and in addition to that, another avenue that they've offered is if you do these limited events and you do them in completion, you get a ticket that you can trade in for a gem, which is like okay, that's my one free one this week. It's yeah. like. Cool, good on you. It wasn't obvious to me to do that initially, like the first three or four mm -hmm. weeks. But I was like, oh, another thing that like, it's like I went through the hard part. Now I'm learning all these things to make my life yeah. easier, which is fun. And and what's like, again, on across all Monster Hunters, the fact that there's 14 weapons, like it's a new game to me. Like once I start, I want to start hunting Hornet. I don't know jack shit about hunting Hornet. <laughs> it's a total, like I'm always on the rear of the monster, tail, hind legs. And I know, like, Hunting Horn is, like, I'm either support or bashing its head. I'm like, that's a different game for What's me. What's crazy to me is, like, I feel like there's a weapon I have no... I've used it. I've tried using it. Still no cool how to use Insect it. Insect life. Bow. Huh. Oh. And this... So this weapon has been, like, used as, like, endgame speed runs. Yeah. And... That's and what I it's Jang, Jang was using it for the Kieran, and he's like, I, I'm doing nothing. I am... Like I'm pretty much not even a character in this yeah. game right now. Like you're just <laughs> you're doing, an NPC. Like, yeah. So like, I've seen people spam it. You're supposed to spam it. Yeah. It depends on your playstyle, but three spams is a level three. Like yeah. That third that hit third is, one a is a level, level three. three. And, and then, then you can keep that level three charge yeah. and do another level yeah. three, level three, and then pierce level three. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> I was like, damn, because I had I watched a video. I was like, damn, dude, what, I want to know what the bow, what's different. And I was like, holy shit. Well, yeah, it's crazy. It's like you can there's there's the the cool thing of like advancing your progress with a mastery of a weapon to the point where you can like do a speed run in one or two minutes of these elder dragon badasses. 
and or you could just fuck around and be like, I'm just gonna do. I want to kill this monster with a taunt mm-hmm. and like get that to happen. <laughs> the thing is, too, is every weapon that I've used so far has something completely different that no games that that no other games ever had. We have the hammer where um, you can you can kind of power up a hit, mm-hmm. but before you finish powering up a hit, you can hit circle and you store that power into the hammer and then you have a completely new move set oh but it also adds a little bit of extra damage to your hammer yeah. and adds a little bit of extra uh stunnability to your hammer okay and then we have the great sword the great sword has like true this charge he, it has true charge which is stronger than a regular charge but it's not you can't go straight in from into a charge to a true charge you have to like cancel it it's like a triple like yeah. it's a triple hit you it's hold combo forward sort of thing. and triangle and it does like it does one hit does two hits, does three hits, and then the fourth hit is like a crazy spin hit. And right. that's the one that does the most damage. But there's ways to like cancel into it to yeah. go straight to that yeah, last form exactly. so you can do that more. Yeah. If to me it feels like a fighting game where like you learn how to do a Hadouken. That's like a basic combo uh, like a move maneuver mm-hmm. that's a special. And then it comes And then out. you can do like a uh, dash cancel into a, a shore you can and then you can combo it up with yeah. a Hadouken. It's like well now you can do Hadoukens. Yeah, <laughs> and like that 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 way, the way that fighting games have like channeled that progression system of skill and mastery. I feel like Monster Hunter has that with each of its weapons. Mm-hmm. I consider the weapons the characters almost. It's yeah. like you're playing Bonka. Okay, you're playing Heavy Bowgun. Okay, you're playing Zangi. If you're playing like. That's, uh, like it's it's cool. Like I love how yeah. Capcom handles that. Speaking of Street Fighter, I love the the crossover stuff. We mm-hmm. kind of theorized about it a little bit. And mm-hmm. what do you guys think of it so far? We've uh, got we've gotten uh, Horizon and Ryu. I love uh, so again. This is just based off the the game's graphics. Sure. I love the quality of these things. Like Ryu looks like the same Ryu from Street Fighter. Yeah. Aloy looks exactly like Aloy from her. Like I was I I had gotten it and I was doing a quest with him as Aloy. And I was like, "This is insane!" Like, this looks this like a level out of Horizon. Yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, the character um, build on this is amazing. Yeah. Like, so good. I'm excited to see what else is coming. Yeah, like they're just scratching the surface, dude. I hope so. Mega, I hope so. Mega Man. Yeah, that's coming. coming. I I'm wondering how far they'll push it versus how they're like maybe they'll milk it because they'll right now we have Ryu. Later we'll get Sakura. And, and what's different is, is it's time too. Yeah. You, well, they said that they're gonna the rotate. They're rotate them. Oh. So, so I'm wondering how they're gonna milk this stuff huh. in the long run. Yeah. But anyway, that I just wanted to touch on that too. That was kind of cool to me. I hope they definitely push the envelope. And, and the thing is, like, they have, they have. I feel like they have unannounced, really cool like events <laughs> slash DLC. Like Devil so. Joe. Is one thing like they announced that early, but that's obviously that's something like holy shit. This is a game that didn't have Devil Joe. Yeah. That's only in 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 the more recent one, which is a uh, Monster Hunter Four Ultimate. Yeah, um, and they're bringing it to this Wait, one. He was in prior Devil Joe. He wasn't like on the other one. Okay, uh, <laughs> and and then the the leaked uh, Black Kieran. So that means that we're gonna get like probably more difficult. Oh, Zenogre's coming for sure. I yeah. guarantee you that Zenogre's I mean, like that's, a staple. Th- it is, but that's also an unannounced thing. So that yeah. would still be a really big They're, surprise. Tigrix would be a huge surprise. Like with, these uh, famous Rajang. We got Rajang. Ooh. We got Narjanguga. If these come, Flip the table. Dude. See, the thing is, like, I feel I don't. I feel like out of all those that we mentioned, we have Tigrix, Narjanguga, Rajang, and. Zenogra. I don't feel like all of them will make it in. I think they will. I don't think all Brachy- of them will. We haven't in. even said Brachios, Gormagala, 
uh, Dyer Morales. I don't Jen think they're going to make I, it. I guarantee you. I think out of just the four, I don't think they're all going to make it. In. They're going to make it. I, I think the flagship. We barely like if you look at just like what we have now, and that's a good. It's plenty for a base game. Mm-hmm. I think they they can milk this out. Like they'll be like, yeah. I we mean, gotta. well, they said they for sure have a a, a one year plan for this game. Yeah. For the next one They're year, coming. they will have stuff already every month. They will have new stuff coming for it. So I don't think it's all of them. We're getting. Them. I don't know. Well, we can we can go back to this episode. <laughs> <Okay>. Reference me <laughs> being wrong or right. <laughs> To be continued. <laughs> like <laughs> <the> <laughs> <earlier>. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things too. Um, what else? What else? Um, the multiplayer aspect versus single player. What's 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 the SOS is awesome. You love it? Yeah. It's cool because it's an easy way to jump in, but again, but you like, don't have the trophy, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Well, it's because I feel like it's just a huge difference in between playing by yourself, how easy it is to kill a monster, and and playing with someone, how much more health how much more difficult it is to kill a monster. And I just find it like just way easier to play by myself because I, I kill everything in less than 15 minutes. I just like spit out missions left and right. Um, but again, like I'm getting tired of this. Like I, I do want to play for fun. And every time like I, I'm in a mission, my brain is just like kill it well, as fast as well, possible. I have a question. You're saying play for fun. Mm-hmm. What do you do the other time? I, I'm just... I'm playing competitively, okay. like without anyone like to compare, no one to compare with. But I'm still like trying to just be everything, do everything as fast as I can, in a okay. competitive you gotta play. Make them speed runs. Then see, but I'm not like I'm obviously not purposely trying to make the best time. I'm just trying to finish this so I can go into the next mission right away. I just want to add. I was watching Jiren Kurapeko. He's at feature seven hundred, seven hundred eighty. Damn. I'm sure so, there's some people that are already maxed out. Like, yeah. I mean, I looked at the platinum. It's like point oh. It's like uh, wait, HR nine nine is not no no HR nine nine. I'm no. saying the okay. platinum has okay. been hit, okay. and that probably took a lot. Yeah, the you just needed one hundred for the platinum on the HR HR one hundred. Yeah, but um, yeah. So when you play, okay, going back, fun playing for fun. How is how has that experience been? Because you've done some. I, I know can't, you, like it's tough for me to enjoy. Why? Because everything's competitive. Like I just think of, I think of it competitively. Switch it off. Dude. I can't. That's the problem. That's why. Like when I'm playing with you guys, you know, you guys are chatting it up, and I'm like, yeah, it's fun and all. I just want to start doing this already. You know, like these are like, hold on, I need to go look at my gear real quick. Hold on, I need to do this. Okay, that's like, different. I feel like you can still play for fun. Like I'll I'll give you an example. I'm playing me, uh, Keith, Cholo, Tom. Mm-hmm. That's been like uh, last night or two. We're on. All right, what, what's everyone want? And we'll see, like, no one has a preference. I'll be like, all right, I could use Teostra. And then Tom's like, I could use Kusha. I'm like, all right, let's switch off. Let's just keep, let's look at who has an investigation for him. We're all good with it. Boom. So we go in, we do a Kushla. We, we wreck it. Like, we don't, like, goof around or whatever. We kill it. But, you know, we're <laughs> fucking, we, we end up having some cool moments yeah. in the meantime. Keith's fucking humming Attack on Titan 100 for the 100th time. And then we're murdering this guy, or he gets a kill on one of us. <laughs> we kill it, and then we carve. We you know we do our thing. Then we reload. We eat, and next quest is up. We jump back yeah. in, go for the for the Teostra, do the same thing, rinse, repeat like for eight times. And then we're like, all right, someone's like, all right, I got called night. And then two more people whittle down, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna do some solo stuff, or I'm gonna what can I make now that I have all this here? And I'm like, that's fun. And I feel like a progress. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the way I would think of it is, like, 
If I did it on my own, I know it's less than 10 minutes to kill Kushladora, Deora. Um, and so, and if I'm, I'm playing till six o'clock, I can get 10, 10 Well, let me 10 ask you this, there. because in the past we've played at the meetups and we've been playing. I don't know. Group. It's just this one. It, like, it is? Yeah. Okay. I mean. I was going to ask that. I was like, what? what's the difference there? It's just this one. Like all the other ones I've. So I think, it, again, it leads to the fact that there's a huge difference between how long it takes to kill someone by like a monster on your own and how long it takes to kill that same monster with you don't the group. feel like that to you and, that and in the, the other games that was i mean that was there yeah but i didn't feel like it was that significant so it was like i'd rather play with people because it's going to take the same amount of time or it's going to be more enjoyable but in this one it's like i know i can do it already i know i can kill this monster in 10 minutes i know it's gonna be super quick okay. and so it's just like I'd rather just do it on now, my own. Here's my other question. When you're doing it with other people, those other people, are do, are they more of your friends or are they more randos? I've not done anything. I mean, I've done stuff with randos. But again, I, I, I'm not going it on purpose. That's why I've not done the SOS one completely. Sure. So it's it's almost been with friends. Okay, okay. And sometimes only- I was my argument would have been if it was randoms, it could be there. there's so many new people playing this game. They're not going at the rate we were going on the, the DS. No, I'm just not playing with random. So that okay. I haven't even compared myself to that. That would probably be even slower. But no, it's just with friends. I know he, when I'm playing with Japanese character names, it's going to be done in like three minutes. <laughs> but um, with friends, even then, I'm not doing the ones that I purposely want to do. Um, it's generally just what they want to do. I'm helping them out or whatever. Okay. What about you, Jay? I'd mess around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, as as the 26th ranked in North America charge yeah, blade user, know. where is your perspective on this? I'm trying to hit number one, you know. Oh, you're trying? Okay, I thought you were trying to hold the I'm spot. Because that, to me, seems more challenging. I don't know. I just have fun with it. I like playing with randoms. Yeah. I've always found it challenging. Like, it's a different challenge yeah, that yeah, I see. Yeah, it's yeah. like, how do I do this but without I, us I do, losing? I do get annoyed. Like, certain... like. Certain monsters are like, dude, why don't you bring flash pods? Yeah. Like, I'm the only guy with flash pods. Like, yeah. this guy's going to be flying 90% of the time, dude. Like, I don't know. I try to, I try to have fun with it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. No, it is. I, I definitely felt like I don't normally feel the frustration um, when I play with random, just SOS calls, which are, in this game, it's a new format, which I like. It's before you would have to, if you didn't load up in the quest at the beginning, there was no other way of getting into the quest. It was just whoever was there. And it's Captain Four. It's still Captain Four, but now you could if you if someone in the hunt fires an SOS, or the the person that posted the quest fires the SOS. They're pretty much. It leaves it help. open for more people to join mm-hmm. in the middle uh, of the match. In the middle of the match, and it can. What you're referencing is if it can if it if you're playing solo and you do that, it'll ramp the difficulty up to quote unquote be in proportion to more people playing. Yeah. But my my room for improvement would be instead of just like an on off thing it would be staggered so if like a, one person joins it goes up a little bit well, if I, two people join it goes up a little bit more i don't if, know if it's if it is on off it is yeah yeah okay they, there was a numerous like there was some interviews and then there there was some reports of like yeah it's so like so if set. it's two or more it's gonna yeah up. it's going to be really hard if it's just two people okay but you have your palicos <laughs> i think 3 is the worst because it's like an in between of yeah. two and palicos or four yeah so Anyway, um, when I do the SOS calls, I usually like to join an SOS call because it's usually like I can tell who's in the group. I have a little bit more control of like, okay, I'm playing with like HR 10 people versus HR 50 people. I should probably just like, which I, hasn't even crossed my mind, search tempered nerding on Yeah. <laughs> and then just fucking farm that shit yeah. there. Yeah. The hard part becomes if there's three people in it and you hit join, nine times out of ten, 
it'll be it'll fill up and you'll get an error and then when you go back and you have to go back all the way to the start of the rescind respondo sos and check and mess your filters again oh my god damn it yeah um anyway so i joined the sos calls and um i just go in and i like i love playing in a group like that's been i i don't I, I can do a solo hunt, but mm-hmm. it, to me, it's more engaging. When I want to just like sit back, talk to Katie while she's telling me about her day, and play some hunts with randoms. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. You haven't been listening to a word I said. Anyways, um, no. Uh, I do the huds and I'm like, okay, I can. Ha- there are points where I'm like, okay, the, they're still hunting. I can like go real quick and mine. like mine something <laughs> or like heal or like, oh shit, I gotta go like empty the laundry real quick. Those are like extreme cases, but yeah. I can do that and the hunt won't like end because there is no pause. Yeah. It's a long debatable rule. Cut the tail when the monster leaves or cut it when <laughs> the monster's still in the same area. Yes or no? Carve? Yeah. Carve. Oh, carve, carve. in the room. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, look at me while I carve your <laughs> fucking tail, you piece of shit. <laughs> Minato just carves your yeah. tail before it's I, even cut off. I don't. <laughs> I don't risk it. No? I mean, it depends on the situation. Depends on the monster. No, but we have like a buddy, Minato. This guy, like, the, as soon as the tail cuts off, he's magnetized <laughs> to the tail. Doesn't matter where the monster's at. The monster could be like literally Nerg- attacking him already. Nergigante could be flying up and he's like, <laughs> like straight to the tail. Like, I it's like, say, what though, the hell? Are I've you had doing? quests where I see how, like, eight, like if I've, um, <laughs> but it could be because so you can die a total of three times or no, two times before three times total and you're, it's a game over. Yeah. Yeah. So if a game like they're making noob mistakes and they constantly get knocked left and right, I'm like I'm carving this thing because I'm not, I might not get any rewards. But if I'm doing a solo hunt like I did the Xenojiva, the final boss sort of thing, and I was like two carves in that tail. Yeah, but I take I don't mess with the tail. I'm like you and me, we're tangoing and I'm ending you. And it was like this climactic battle, yeah. and I was just like all eyes on you. Even with dual blades, it was his tail and broke his face. Well, I'm saying I didn't carve it until later. No, I carved it. Right there, uh, maybe I don't remember. I think <laughs> I, I car- so. There's there's a point where because he does really slow attacks. So there's a point where he rushes, yeah, and I just run around him like, all right, perfect time for a tail. And he sure. like runs all the way to the end of the map, slowly turns around. I'm like, second carve is already coming through. I got this, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it, I, it's it's a different mindset when I'm playing solo quests. I'm like no, know, all yeah. eyes on it. When I'm playing group hunts, He's and that's where like, I'm enjoying the game is group hunts. I'm sure there'll be times where I'm like, I want to see if I can take this on solo because I've built up the confidence of like, I can handle myself. I do recommend though for newcomers that if you're never played a monster hunter, don't go straight to multiplayer because you'll handicap yourself. You're like, I, you don't know your true worth in a hunt until you do some solo hunts. And mm-hmm. I feel like the campaign does a decent enough job doing that. Big, But then again, I have a complaint. And this is early game, not end game. It's the whole cutscene. You have to wait till join. Like, oh, if, like yeah, before yeah. we could just like, hey, let's carry you. Let's, we all jump in a quest. We just keep boom, boom, boom. Now it's like, you have to join. You have to have your game. So if you and I want to play the same quest and we're in the story, it was like the most hindering experience because it's like, all right, you start your game. I'll start mine. We have to watch this cutscene of the monster's introduction. One of us has to back out of their quest. The other one has to fire an SOS. I have to join your request. We have to make sure we're in the same server. I'm like, 
Fuck me. That's like, if you want to do it all at once, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> a lot of games have co-op, and yeah. this you could in the past yeah. do it. The only thing that you would have to do that mattered per person was urgence. You had to be, you had to post your urgent. That's the only thing that's better about this one is you can both do it at the same time and it counts. Except for that cutscene part. Except for like that, that my part. that's my only gripe. But when like when we look at the long term of this game, most people will get through the campaign and then continue playing. That's not an issue for investigation. So and then from now on, like if you have a good new friend that picks it up. You don't have to worry about you yeah. doing the storyline. It's yeah. going to be him. Yeah. So. Um, anything else? I don't know. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Any um, any uh, any, any thoughts on like where they could take the franchise from here? Space. No, it's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back water levels. <laughs> nope. Oh, shit. Huh? Oh. Um, VR. Lagger Chris can come back to. Um, White lagger specifically. Transmog, please. Yes. Capcom. See, that's what I wanted to mention with the event quest. Like, I like that I can get a Ryu outfit, but I wish I could just put it over my other outfits. Yeah. The Aloy one is a high rank armor, so it's a little bit more useful, but I'd still like when you got the pre order, you get the samurai thing, and there were armor pieces. I'm like, that doesn't fit with my mix set. And I'm like, I would change like, I just the put it to the samurai. To the samurai. I'm like, okay. I wish every DLC armor was that way. So I'd be like, I can. I know that they said like, oh, well, the Ryu armor is either all on or all off. Yeah, I'm still fine with that. Same thing with Aloy. Aloy. Yeah, and like I, I put a piece on. It's like it's all a set. It. Yes, and then boom, everything. But I, went like on. I'd be okay with that if it was a transmog. Like yeah. if I was wearing Nurhigante and I wanted to look like Aloy, yeah. fine. Like that'd be. A, I agree. This is probably DLC, but joke weapons come back, please. Well, we we this week we got a joke back. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they bring joke weapons back. Those are joke fun. Weapons, I think please. they will. I'm 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 excited for it. Please. What about, what about you? Uh, wait, wait for what? Uh, Just what? like anything you would hope for going forward, future installations uh, of the game. Um, I, so the way the system is, yeah. I know this can't happen anymore. Can't. Can't. Okay. Relic farming. Oh yeah, the yeah. way the game is like they can't. Weapons. I don't feel like they can implement more weapons with with uh, random. Uh, Why not stats? Well, well, like farming, you would find like the same katana, uh-huh. but instead of like the the because most katanas are going to be a, a, a Rathalos weapon, uh-huh. so it would do fire damage. Uh-huh. Um, you could relic wise, you could find the same weapon that did more damage, had better sharpness. And did lightning damage instead. Well, why can't they? Do I don't it? think that's possible with this because you have the the tree. You see the tree the way it is. I, well, just I feel make like it its own thing. I don't think they'll do it that way. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Okay. I don't, uh, you're I don't right. think they're I gonna just... do it because they already have their end game thing. Decorations. I feel like that could get old at some point, and they could like add to it. Like I like how there's armor pieces that are just one piece, <laughs> and I feel like that could be a way of the, they could add weapon trees that are just one weapon. Possibly, I, it might not be what exactly what you're saying. Yeah. The relic farming, it could be some variation of that. But I would love. I agree. I, I miss relic farming. That was fun. Like there was like of the great stores, there was like two or three looks to them. What I, what I miss more than just relic farming was those those missions. Yeah. Like <laughs> like the dual rajang, <laughs> like you know, and then it slowly leveled up as you did this mission over and over and over again. And this monster got harder yeah. and harder and harder to kill. I, I love that aspect of it. Like just having one mission that you just go through over and over the same monster. Uh, you know, everything's the same. It's just every time you fight them, it gets harder and harder and harder. I thought that was a really good idea of doing stuff. 
Because at that point, it, it didn't even, I wasn't, like, when I did those missions, I was never killing those monsters for material. No, I, I never I, I once killed those monsters for material. I, personally, I didn't like having to farm it up. Yeah. I liked having the final form, or, like, a friend had it. I'm like, okay, I can just take your final Yeah, version. yeah, it got to that point. Like, you know? I, that I was okay with. I didn't like the build up to it. So, but it could, it could be the same way, the way you, you had, or the way they've had it at that in that one, where, you know, once you've maxed it out mm-hmm. and you give it to a friend, it's just like three levels lower. It's like, okay. you know, 137 yeah. and you have to build it up the next three levels again, but you're able to give it to your friends and they can have like all those maxed out ones too. And vice versa, you can have a maxed out one that you'd like and you can give it to other people as well. Okay. Um, what do you think the next Monster Hunter will look like? Do you think it'll be like this look, but with just more of it, more content or? Honestly, I think the next one will be very similar to um, the MMO that they already have out um, Frontier? for Asian, yeah, uh, for like most of the Asian market, I think is uh, yeah. uh, or Asian countries. Um, yeah, it's Frontier. Do you think they'll um, go MMO? I think they'll go that route where it's like um, uh, there's like a base camp where you can have more than um, one person, but every you can see yourself them everyone at, at the same time. Mm. And then four people would go on missions. Very similar to the way they have it now with the gathering hub. Okay. But the the whole area would be the gathering hub, so you can see everyone at once. Okay. Um, and what? it'd be probably online twenty four seven. What do you think? I don't know, actually. I hope they don't do the way they were doing it before. Is churning out monster hunters every two three years, and you know what? I don't feel like we got that for a while. The way we had it I feel was, like the tail end of 3DS. Yeah. Did. Yeah. But in the beginning, it was like Japan was literally getting every year a brand new Monster Hunter. Yeah. And we were getting like the every ultimate other, version yeah. of yeah. these where like literally everything they they made better for the game, we got like, you know, all the end game stuff and everything. But then Japan would get like the new game with like no end game content. Yeah. And then they'd get the, the next game with all the end game content. But we got that one, too. I think the next one will be similar in a lot of ways. It won't be a big departure, but they'll change like a core mechanic or two that like new shifts. Monsters. Well, new monsters as well, but like it'll shift how things are done, like just in one way. And I think one new weapon will be introduced. The Palico. Or no, two, one melee, one ranged weapon will be introduced. Palico. A th- you'll have a Palico gun. Or it'd be a um, 1776 gun. Do you guys have the Mialatov cocktail? Negative. What's that? It's another weapon. No. It's literally Molotovs that he throws. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't even know you could do that. You learn it from the um, Galica, or what are they called? Galica. Special shout outs to the the Palico armors. Fuck, they're fucking. Those are great, yeah. (laughs) The space one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mini um, Nergigante. It's, <laughs> it's like the, it's the, it's the. I don't know what they are, but they have like, um, like tribal masks on. Oh, like those guys, yeah, yeah. So those guys, oh, riders, um, tail in, riders. In the uh, yeah, yeah um, in the um, elders' recess. Okay. So it's it's a very similar. So every map has certain creatures, uh-huh. like certain cats. Each each one's a different tribal cat. Um, and so there's a way to initiate, like kind of starting a relationship with them. Okay. And when you max, not max out, but when you get to like the, like the beginning relationship with them, they teach you their ability. So the first one in ancient forest 
is the uh, Flash Cage. Yeah. The second one in Wildspire is the Shield. The third one in the Coral Highlands is the musical instrument. Uh-huh. And then the fourth one in the Elder Recess is the um, the the Mialatov cocktail. Oh, okay. And so you have to initiate the friendships with every tribe in every of those areas. Okay, okay. Is it a trophy? No. Then I don't. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Final thoughts. I, I honestly think it is a game... That people should play. It's a very fun game. Easy intro, difficult middle. I feel like people had a lot of uh, walls, like with like the pink Raytheon. Um, I didn't like the tracking system of that, by the way. I'm for for the pink Raytheon? pink Raytheon and the elder, like the final. Nurigante. Like, no, not Nurigante, the after Nurigante, mm. where you have to track the elder part. But even oh, the Nurigante. Yeah, yeah. It was just you, a drag. That part. one has like a, a glitch where it's like you can't find everything at once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you have to right. like reload. The, uh, little mistakes. Anyway, so yeah, you were saying middle yeah, walls. E- middle is, or beginning is easy. Middle, pretty big walls. Yeah. And then end game is really big walls. I feel like the end game, it'll, it takes everything you've learned and like really just puts it all front and center for you. Yeah. It's like, all right, time to step up or shut up. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jay? I always tell people, because people always ask on stream, should I buy this game? Rent it for a week. Because it's not for everyone. If you don't like it within a week, play the multiplayer, and it's not for you. How many hours are in a week? A lot. Yeah, a lot. I mean, 24 I, times 7. Have I, put it, have, <laughs> I, have I put that many? 48 hours. You know what? <laughs> um, 24 times put, 7. 168. So I've probably put a week's worth of time in the game. There you go. So if, I, if, I, if I play nonstop... Yeah, that's perfect. A week is perfect, then. Just nonstop. Don't go to sleep or anything. <laughs> don't eat. Don't sleep. Don't <laughs> nothing. Just don't forget to breathe. Um, yeah, I I definitely think people should see what it looks like before they like get a recommendation. Like understand the type of game it is, the UI that you mm-hmm. come that comes with it. Um, I would say games to look at for similarity could be like the Dark Souls franchise, just in terms of yeah, uh, combat style, like dodging and stuff. Yeah, just uh, the like how you go about an encounter. You you go into a monster and you learn the monster or whatever the encounter is, and you go from there. And it's like a repetition in that way. Um, it's not so much like oh story progression, you know, all this stuff. Plot like they did a pretty good job this time with the story. To be honest, we didn't talk too much about that. <laughs> um, I think that it shines when you're playing with your friends, um, and it does a bang up job playing solo too, because like. When you're playing solo, I very much like the way the web, how gratifying the weapons feel and the monsters defeat. Like when you defeat the hard monsters, it's earned. When if you're doing it solo, it's just a, it's even more of a yeah. like a goddamn I'm strong. Like <laughs> that's how I felt playing Destiny for a long time. It's like I'm a god. Like Destiny <laughs> One, it's like you're a, a, a demigod with multi wizard powers yeah. and guns and fucking everything. Now I'm a guy with like a a, a little wrist um, rocket, a giant like a sidekick cat. Mm-hmm. Fighter, and I got like a, 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 an axe that transforms into a sword that yeah. can blast Weirvins into like Weirvins. You can blast dragons in their head with a charge blast. I fucking like, that's all I need in life. <laughs> um, yeah, thumbs up. Ten out of ten would buy. Uh, I mean, game of the year. I mean, I'm telling you already. Four out of five. 
It's gonna be. Which is crazy. Twenty eighteen is not a, not that many good games. I mean, really? God of War. And last. I mean, last maybe. year was Kingdom Hearts three. Maybe Spider Man. I don't think any of those are coming out this year. Spider Man's coming out. Oh yeah. Detroit's coming out. Yeah, Dreams is coming Breath out. Breath of the Wild. I feel like it's things that they've been talking about for years now. So we've kind of like become lukewarm about it. If anything, whereas the other last year was just like surprise, 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 holy shit! And then it's like the two games that you knew were like going to be big. It's like what the fuck? Like that was a banger year. <laughs> All right, next topic that that we spent like a good. That is the <laughs> well, that's the end of the podcast. <clears throat> two hours already. Um, Hour twenty. <laughs> Not kidding. The. Uh, <laughs> So I, I wanted to talk about music. I, I feel like we haven't really talked about music. Bum, ba, da, bum, ba, 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 and I want to make this battle of the bands. No, I just wanted to, um, like, you know, not not top three per se, but three favorite brands that you lo- love listening to or that you would highly recommend to our listeners, to, to us, the other podcasters here in this podcast. Okay. Um, and I can start out. Yeah, go for it. Uh, and I do have like, um, I mean, at least with each one, I, I happen to have a, a story for each one. Okay. Um, but tell us your tale. We'll start the fir- the first one, and this is like my first band that kind of became my favorite, uh, The Strokes. Okay. Oh. And this is uh, an in like indie rock, I guess rock. Um, and the story just this is like the first CD that I I ever really purchased, and it wasn't even like I didn't purchase it myself. It literally was like fifty percent me. 50% a friend and we would like share the 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 CD until we figured out that we could like burn it or whatever. Oh. So I remember was, burning. Yeah, so for the longest time um yeah, this was like my the only physical CD I owned and I paid like a dollar 50 more uh than my friend and I was like because I paid more I get to have it. <laughs> I did that with my brother in our <laughs> Xbox. I was like I paid the tax. It's mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I get to physically have it, yeah. but you get to listen to it whenever you want. Um, and so yeah, Strokes is, is is a band I would really recommend. Okay, um, I still enjoy it. I, I feel like that's one of the first bands where like they came out with a CD, and I every single song on that CD I just loved. I couldn't, I didn't hate any single song in that one. And most bands you like, I feel like you you get a you get their CD, you listen to your CD, singles. it's like three songs. You're like yeah, and the rest are like never want to listen to this ever again. One of my first CDs was Edwin Starr. I only got it because of War. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of the songs are like, what the fuck is this? But I do feel like certain songs and certain, um, like with certain musicians, yeah. later in life, I'll be like, this is a really good song. And you're like, holy shit, I've had this song this whole time. Yeah. I just, it wasn't in my taste, you know, back yeah. then. Kind of thing. Yeah. You're a different phase in your life. Yeah. <clears throat> Bro, I picked the, so I went one band and two solo artists. That's fine. Okay. So this is probably like the most bands? famous band ever. 50 now, somewhere in the Black Mountain has a Dakota little young boy named Rocky Raccoon. One day, his woman ran off with uh, another guy. Nelson. Hit young Rocky in the eye. eye. The Beatles. The Beatles. Oh. That's my favorite Beatles song, Rocky Raccoon. It's actually named uh, after wow. Rocket Raccoon. But um, I don't know. They got like <laughs> old school Beatles is old school rock. Mm-hmm. And then they got into the drug face. So if you want the experimental stuff. And then they got, I don't know, good lyrics. Toy yeah. <laughs> A lot of hits. Yeah, they were they were like I've never heard of them. Yeah, I know they were like, a small independent uh, band <laughs> out of Britain. They were the like the biggest band until un, or the biggest like musician, I guess you could say, until Michael Jackson, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Jackson broke all records. I wonder if he's on anyone's list. He is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Beatles is really good. Love that band. 
Gorillas. Ooh. Ooh. One of my favorite, like, I have memories growing up listening to Gorillas. Yeah. I, it was one of the first CDs. My Mel- folks Melancholy were like, Hill. I, I love that CD. I love yeah. uh, the, the Feel Good Inc. album. I love many of their albums. Like I, I don't know all their albums by name, but yeah. like, I can listen to all. Like I just have a big compilation of all mm-hmm. their songs, nice. just available in a shuffle. Um, <clears throat> I grew up with them, in I think at first time I was still, I was in like sixth or fifth grade, and I had to go to the store, and my mom and dad let me get the um, the censored version. <laughs> Which was weird because I'd, I'd sing it and I'd always have these weird stops in when I sing it. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Why the fuck are you always like stopping? Like you just you sound like off a little bit." I'm like, "That's the song." They're like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> like, let us show you something. <laughs> um, but it's funny because it came at a time when I so I was in Catholic school for from fourth to eighth grade, and a big topic that I think about recently a lot. And I and like I reflect on because I'm wondering what impact it had, how people think about it now, maybe as parents, was like a lot of the parents got together and they had like meetings with all the the, the classes of like what is and isn't okay music, and like I can't remember the last time I had those thoughts personally. Yeah. Like I looked at like my brother and what he grew up listening to, and we never had discussions of that, I, and he never had them in school, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Was mine an isolated experience, or is that just like a thing of the times? Or like, do they do pe- parents have to worry about that now even more so? Or is it is it like YouTube where it's just available? In your- anyway, like I think of feel like I think of this album, and it it felt like that. Like my I looked at how my parents handled it, and it was a fairly I feel like a great way of handling it of just like okay, here's a censored version. You're still enjoying the music, <laughs> and then later I I listened to it, and like it didn't. I didn't look at it as like, oh, now I can say like, you know, I'm hearing him say fuck. You know, or I didn't this. realize what you're talking about when you're saying you're pausing in certain parts. I didn't realize those are the censored saying. Not oh saying yeah, the yeah, bad they words. were just like like stop the censored yeah. part and you just like a like silence. It's, okay, okay, now I understand. Yeah, sorry, what you meant. Sorry. no, 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 it's fine. I mean, <laughs> as you continue the story, I don't know, but you know. like, I didn't. I obviously it helped the flow of the music because that's how the natural yeah. way of the music was. But I never like. I was the type of person who never re- listened into the lyrics. So someone would tell me like, oh, feel good. Like uh, Clint Eastwood is about like, oh, it's this weed in his pocket. And lets them all this. I'm like, and you're like, Wait, what? what? <laughs> like, I'm just saying like, I feel happy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I thought about it for a second. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just like, I'm singing these words because they yeah. sound cool. And yeah. this music, the beat flows can, well. Like, yeah. I've only listened to the lyrics of like two songs and that was once because it like it disturbed me, mm-hmm. even though the melody was really good. I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's describing like a gangster killing, and all this stuff." And the other one was Weird Al Yankovic. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's not my. It's not how I approach music. Yeah. I just if it sounds good, I want to jam to it. I care less about like one of the songs that my class would talk about was Ule Vukushava. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, it's about sex." And I'm like, "What?" You're telling me it's about sex. I learned that from you now. Thank you. I didn't know jack shit about this it song drum because of you. Thanks. <laughs> like I'm like I would have been dumber. I, I was but none the wiser. I should say. Um, You're like not knowing. It. I I I knew it because I. So I don't know what like their lyrics. Like I never paid attention. Yeah. But it was very similar to um, what I felt like the movie Chicago or like the musical Chicago yeah. was. So then I was like I I, I kind of just automatically. Um, 
felt like that song was very similar to what was going on yeah. within this movie Chicago and that was more of like these women that were burlesque dancers so uh-huh. that's kind of just how I just pictured it. I was like alright it's a sexual thing whatever um, but anyway I when I think of like these bands and, and these albums that are for me my favorites they stick they attach to memories mm-hmm. and feelings and times and feel like Gorillaz is throughout my life like I have nice. memories in all stages of my life in all stages of mm-hmm. emotions and stuff so I remember seeing a laser show that was one of my favorite times in seattle Gorillas. so if we go yeah if we when we go to, to pax i would want to check out to All see right. if they have any serve you know, close my eyes so lasers don't hit me yeah <laughs> so the next one i have um and this one this is a band that the reason i chose this one is, is it's the first and only band that i actively went to go see as um as a live show okay. i've actually never gone to any other band actively like i feel like i mean there's small bands that aren't well known like a friend from a co-worker mm-hmm. has his own band i went to go watch him i didn't pay for that though so this this band is the arctic monkeys oh i like them yeah so you saw them? i saw them live at the palladium in la and this was after a long ass trip back from i, th- I believe it was china i don't remember where i went that <laughs> that time um but i remember just like on the flight i was energetic I got a text from my friend. He's like, hey, dude, when you arrive, literally like an hour later, there's going to be a show for the Arctic Monkeys. Like, I have tickets. Do you want to go? I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. 16 hours later, tired as fucking shit. Go to the the venue. I had no energy. I had no energy whatsoever to watch this band. Like like a zombie. Yeah, dude. I'm watching like, I felt like, like I stepped out of my body and I was just watching everyone. Simulation? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like um like i was watching everyone else and i was like i was kind of like upset with myself that i didn't have the energy to like show like the way everyone else was really showing their vibes for this band um but still like i still love the music i was still able to like kind of just you know enjoy the music myself even though i wasn't able to like show it energy wise um and yeah it's, i mean it's, this is a band that i i really recommend it's it's more of a alternative indie rock i guess as well sure um and it's it's a band that i've listened to a while and and then this the lead singer i believe is um alex what's his name Mm. i don't know (laughs) but i believe he's he's like made multiple bands he is like two or oh cool two or three different bands where he's the lead singer and yeah he's really really good band i highly recommend it (laughs) jane well, you mentioned it. It's a pop I, singer. I mentioned it. Ow! Mikael Yakin. <laughs> um, let me clarify. Quincy Jones produced Michael Jackson music. Mm. So he's the one that produced, you know, so like... So then you don't later, like Michael Jackson, you like Quincy Jones. Yeah, Quincy... <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson duo. Hey, I have Quincy Jones sponsored headphones. <laughs> So you, you posted up a video about what makes a song danceable, and a guy breaks it down. What makes a song danceable? It's and they did Bruno Mars. weird funk type of beats. And Quincy Jones would make these funk type of beats where they're not complete. So that's why it makes your body dance, because you're trying to fill in the holes. Yes. Oh. So that's the science behind these, yeah, like, watch this. Yeah. The, these, dan- or these danceable music. But if you really think about it, there isn't a star as big as Michael Jackson since he died yeah like 
like superstar wise. Yeah. Like even before him, I don't feel like there's anyone to, to that level. There's mm. been obviously like the Beatles, very very close, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's an insane. Like phenomenon. when he died, John Landis, uh, American director for American Werewolf in London, did two or three of his music videos. He did Thriller and two other videos, but he was saying that when he would film the music video, famous people would just visit him, like Jackie Kennedy. He just he was just amazed. Like he's he's worked with movie stars, and he's like. What the fuck? The daughter of Walt Disney just came to visit you. Like, what the hell? They just come random famous <laughs> yeah, when, people. When I think back, I remember the most iconic music videos I'd seen were. I didn't know what a music video was until I'd seen a Michael Jackson one. There was one where he was. There was like a bunny suit. Someone was in a bunny suit chasing someone else, and it was like sort of looking like claiming. I don't remember, but it was weird. Oh, I know what you're talking. And about. then it the other later, yeah, later years. And then there was also the thr- you know obviously thriller and this feels, is thriller. and it was like it was a cinematic quality to it. Where it was there like, was wh- bad word yeah. two gangsters. They f- I always remember fat. That's how I learned about bad. <laughs> weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Oh, the remake. You'll hear about him soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Michael Jackson, That's danceable, classic. Yeah. Um, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I was gonna save it for last, but yeah, I'm just gonna bring Eat it. it. I love, like, I love it for so many reasons. He takes songs that I never knew of. Like, he opened my eyes to so many yeah. other songs that I was like, oh, this is a parody of that? Oh, cool. I should go listen to that. So Gangster's it was like a, Paradise? Yeah. I, I didn't know I'm, what that Amish Paradise I'm impressed with his rap skills with oh White, my God. White and Nerdy. Oh, <laughs> that's a hard song. To yeah. Pull. I love every, like, the Food album, the Bad Hair Day album, the Idiot album, all the albums. Like, he's, he's so creative. Yeah. Um, on a, on another, he was YouTube parody before YouTube parody. That's what he was. I loved his he interviews. Was, he would like pretend like he's interviewing Eminem, and then Eminem he would cut in clips of Eminem saying like no or no, what are you saying, and he would say like have. I was like, man, this guy's a genius. I want to be like <laughs> him. When like, I remember my first CD was a Bad Hair Day. That was the the first CD I ever bought, and my folks were like, you got to return this. This is insulting. Like he's making fun of other. Artists, yeah, and I'm like, what? No, I like this. I like this. It's, it's comedy, damn it. Parody, damn. And that's what they were like cracking down on. Not like gorillas as much. But then later they let me get it again. I was like, all right, I got it. Got it. <laughs> the first song I ever like, it was always hard for me to remember lyrics to songs. And the first song I could do was uh, "The Night Santa Went Crazy." <laughs> I knew I I was so proud that I could sing that song word for word without and any your help. Parents like, <sighs> I sang that in Spanish class. I was like, all right. Today, I don't know why it, I'm doing it for Spanish class, but I want to sing, you know, the night say I went crazy. Um, it also, I, I went through a bit of like a, I wouldn't say like a depression, but just like, there was a lot of bullying in Oklahoma yeah. and in the Catholic school. And I was, for many reasons, I was a little bit different in this stuff, mm-hmm. but he helped me with his albums get through a lot of it through just like listening to the music. Yeah. And laughing and like, I was much more sensitive to to insults then, and like I would li- like people would say like, oh you know you're chunky or you're fat or you know you're you're stupid and all mm-hmm. you're short you know whatever, and then I would listen to his food album and it would always be like you know what fuck you like I would see the music video he's like you know whatever I'm like I'll own it whatever yeah. I just I just went my own little world with yeah. it but I was just like it made me feel more positive yeah, and optimistic. That's really good. And I look back in hindsight, like I've toughened up with jokes. Like you, people insult me, I'm like, whatever, shrug it off. Now and I look back and I'm like, man, I was a, I was a pushover back then. <laughs> but I'm like, 
I think Weird Al had a, had something to contribute to that, and That's I always good. value that. And cool. he always looked at the the humor in things. And yeah, it stays with me through all his music. <laughs> Really so he he hit me for many reasons. So. Nice. And then my last one. Yeah. This is a, a band for the for a while. This was introduced to me a few years ago by um uh, uh, someone we've had on the podcast, Roberto. Um, What's up, Roberto? And I know I've, who it is. So for the longest time, I called the band Dear God. Okay, then I'm wrong. Um, because I remember the name being so kind of like the opposite. And I couldn't remember what the name was exactly. So I remember one time we were in the car and I was like, hey, play that song you showed me. He's like, which one? The one, dear God, I think it's called. He's like, Tame Impala? I'm like, yes. Yes, Tame Impala. It's the exact opposite. I don't know why. And just dear God stuck. So every time I'm I'm around him, yeah, I'll be like, play dear God. Um, but it's, it's actually a, it's, it's a band I go to sleep now to. Yeah. I have, um, uh, Alexa. I have the, uh, uh, little, uh, echo dot. Yeah. And yeah, I would just be like, Alexa, play Tame Impala. And I've, do you mean dear God? <laughs> Did you mean dear God? <laughs> yes, please. Um, and it's, so it's, this is psychedelic, like rock, psychedelic pop, whatever you want to call it. Um, I like some of their songs. Yeah, it's, it's very good. soothing. And what what I found is like there's enough uh, songs in the Alexa or in like in the uh, Amazon library to play like two hours long. So instead of me having to set a timer to Alexa, I literally just like play this whole entire list of songs you have for these guys, and it ends it after two hours. I'm like, that's perfect timing because normally I would be like play the Beatles, and it's like that's ten hours worth of music. <laughs> You know, my battery will run out before <laughs> I wake up and it's still playing, you know, and, and so I, I normally would be like, Alexa, you know, turn off in two hours and she'll turn okay. off in two hours. But this one. I, so I've just I kind of stuck with it. And yeah, it's, it's just become my my go to sleep playlist. And it's pretty cool. And I don't know. I just just like I've just fallen in love with with like their music. It's very soothing for me. And it, obviously, like it puts me to sleep now yeah. because I've gotten used to it. But nice. yeah, very good, man. And I highly recommend them. So I wanted to bring bring up someone more modern, Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> I was torn, <gasps> so I could have went with Drake, but Ooh. he doesn't write his own lyrics, so I scratched it. Could have went with Kanye West, but he's a douche. <laughs> so we're gonna go with Kendrick Lamar. Damn. It's an acquired taste of rap because yeah. like he's very experimental now. He's yeah. like out there. It's just like. Yeah, some of his songs don't hit for me, but the ones that do, they hit really well. Yeah, he's very multi-layered fucking metaphors, like deep, crazy, like it's a lot of symbolism. Like it would take hours to deconstruct his songs. Really? And it's but, crazy is is how long it would take him to write something like that cuz he there's meaning obviously to behind like the these these phrases he says in his songs and it takes you a while to obviously construct it, but for him he had to like come up with this and figure it out and be like, okay, this is going to mean this for me. This is going to do this for me. That's really cool stuff. Lucy. Metaphor for the devil. Lucifer. He's always chasing him. Oh, it's really deep. Humble guy. Lives in Chino Hills or something like that. He lives like, he doesn't live like extravagantly. He sits down, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good song. <laughs> that's a good song. Oh, it's a song? Yeah, it's uh, uh, humble. It says humble. Uh, oh, sit down. Okay. Be humble. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Yeah. Okay. My last one. 
I'm going to preface this with some. When I was my freshman year in high school. When uh, I was a young warthog. warthog. <laughs> 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 um, I, the time in that point was... Um, LimeWire, Kazaa, those things oh my were, gosh, fucking were rampant. That's what I remember from I, that I mean, I was fine. <laughs> um, but those were like in their prime. CD burners were big. Uh, internet was, you know, 56K modem was well in its lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think cable was sort of DSLR, no, DS, DSL modems? Yeah. Yeah, DSL. Yeah. yeah. DSLR. <laughs> Um, so I went to high school and I, I met a lot of new friends and a lot of them introduced me just like Metallica and a few other things. I was like, oh, this is cool. I should check these out. And the way I, there wasn't YouTube then. So I was just like, oh, what's this like sound clip or let's let me search it on LimeWire or something. Um, and just like search for it. I didn't download anything or anything. Um, <laughs> it's cool. I mean, this is public. You don't want to say it. I, yeah. I, yeah. It. It's just, you know, I, I just looked. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> um, my dad came one day and he's like, um, I was telling him like, dad, have you ever heard this music? Like Metallica? I think like they, they've been around for a while. He's like, did I listen to Metallica? He's like, have you heard of Black Sabbath? <laughs> have you heard of Styx? Have you heard of Jethro Tull? Have you heard and that to me? I will always remember that year and that like there was a night where it was the the moment of in, of its like in birth of in with you know my renaissance it's this <laughs> rock renaissance of just like wait black sabbath wait, wait. who's like black sabbath oh wait who's yes rush what and i just like it just was emotions of yeah. like what this is so fucking I cool think i know what band which band acdc no real quick i to preface like what what i i think of you when you're saying the story is i imagine you a young kid like, you know, very, like, there's, like, a glow around you, the innocence. You know, you're telling your dad, have you heard of this band? And, like, he hits you with, like, another band. And you're, like, like, you're, like, what's the, <laughs> and another band, like, oh, what the. It's just puts, what I puts up the devil horns. <laughs> and I, what's funny is when I'm in the car with him on, the, like, when he would take me to school, it was either <laughs> Shakira <laughs> or, or opera, Shakira, like, Shakira. <laughs> or opera music. It's like, you're so sophisticated or. At like cultural, he's like, I don't want to, like, don't want to, don't tell mom. <laughs> no, my mom was like, she loved, she like, oh, knowingly was like, hey, let's listen to some cool, like Michael Jackson music, let's yeah. listen to the Beatles, let's listen to, I like to move it. She, she introduced me to disco, my okay. dad introduced me to rock, my dad Damn. introduced me to disco, to Bee Gees, and Bee Gees, my mom introduced me to, and La Freak, like, I had a disco <laughs> album, yeah. Yeah. She, 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 she. That was one of my favorite songs. It, like, if we go into single songs, that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Le, Le Freak. I love that song. Um, but my dad introduced me to Black Sabbath, Jethro Tull, and he's like, I grew up in like college with these songs, mm-hmm. and Jethro Tull was one of the big ones, but Sticks was the one I I, I have to go with. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the right balance of like ballad mixed with like epic rock. Like, I would listen to Sweet Madam Blue. Yeah, and I swear to I swear to God, right now. It wasn't until a year ago that I realized what Sweet Madam Blue was about. <laughs> like, I was just like, man, this fucking song. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm not that it hurts it. It was just like, I never, innocence. never in my life listened to the innocence to uh, who Sweet Madam Blue was. Yeah. I was like, 
I just learned something about my, <laughs> one of my favorite. And I think about that song, and it always travels me back to that moment of like joy and discovery. And no matter how much music I search for now, I'll never hit that point again. Wow. I, I 100% guarantee of like, I discover like maybe one or two songs that kind of are cool and I'll listen to them, but like they phase out for me after like a few so months. So you feel like there won't be any more songs you find that will there like won't be that remind plef- you that of large of a plethora of like music mm. that I just like just get hit by. Like that was a big moment for my life and gotcha. I'll never forget it. I was gotcha. like, you showed me a doorway to a rock heaven. And like, I think of freaks and geeks and that like, I always think like my dad might've lived through a period like that, or I wish I lived in that period. He's one of those guys. And I like, I even like, he owned like, he would give me some things that, and in all, I like, because of my excitement for what the music he shared and some of the other stuff I'd seen, like shows like that, I would like, oh, he had a corduroy jacket. I want, I want to wear his co- old corduroy jacket, even though it's like old and shitty and whatever. It's, it's cool. Yeah. To me, it's cool. It's like no one's like, oh, that's fucking like what? <laughs> or I would want to. Um, I I I went out and this is more because of freaks and geeks, but it was in a in a way in the same vein of all these things. One of the characters has like a sort of an army looking jacket, yeah. um, and I love that. I was like, I want to wear this because it kind of looks old, grungy, yeah. like from the eighties, like, and I liked it. For, and it, like, I look back, I'm like, I probably look dr- like drab. Like I just look like just heavy <laughs> i'm like why am i wearing this in summer like fucking but yeah sticks was probably stick jethro tell was a close one yeah. i love jethro tell and that folk feel to it so cool i was like a small story i have for metallica yeah um, oh i have memories i so i mean going in 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 high school is is when i found out about metallica but even then like you know i was I, I was friends with like almost every group. There's always a, a different group of kids in high school. There's like the kids who wore all black with like the Metallica patches and like the Black Sabbath patches, and you know there was like the the uh, there was the the jocks. There yeah. was the you know the different kids, and I just hang out with all of them. Uh, but the ones that I I hung out the most, but didn't listen to any other music, was like pretty much the goth kids. Um, and I remember my friend. I, so I went to like. A primarily like public school, and I had a friend who went to more a more private school, and it was like bring a friend day or whatever, and he was like, "Can you come with me? Can you come for me the other day?" And I, th- looking back, I think that that guy didn't have any friends, okay. and I was like his one savior or whatever. <laughs> but anyways, I went over to his his school, and I think he was trying to like show me off to everyone because I was kind of like friendly to everyone. Everyone kind of like ended up liking me. And he he introduced me to I I believe it was a group of friends that he wanted to be friends with but probably would never let him in his group, and they came up to me like, hey, what kind of music do you like? And I could see like these patches similar to but they still dressed a little bit differently. And I'm like, uh, Me- Metallica, and they're like, oh, sick. I'm like, what kind of song? And I only knew one song, oh, shit. Master of Puppets. Okay. So I'm like, Master of Puppets are like, man, yeah, you're cool, man. And I remember like looking at my friend, and my friend's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're in we're in we're in you know and I, even by that time i i had not listened to anything i thought metallica was like a like a band that just screamed in your ear yeah. like, like a screamo ah, one yeah like i just that's just what i assumed yeah and i finally like i think that night i was like i'm gonna listen to the shit i've been talking about that i have no clue about i was like this is really good stuff thank you till you make it <laughs> yeah so i i always thought that was the funniest like time in my life yeah. i was like 
making up this shit. Uh-huh. Like, Diverse. Totally. Love yeah. <laughs> I think of two things when I think of Metallica. I think of this one World War II book that I read. I would always listen to it while I would always listen to Metallica while I read this book. And so it's like ingrained in my head. Um, one of, this one song is like, oh, fuck, which one was it? One? No. Yeah, one. Yes, yes. <laughs> which one was ding, it? Ding, 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 yeah, ding, I love it. I just repeat on my CD player. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the other one, uh, the other thing that I always associate is uh, StarCraft. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I would either watch or keep up with the, like the rpm the no no way i, w- I was mouse and keyboard. um <laughs> i would always listen to metallica while i played starcraft um or i would see videos no there was a song where it was mixed starcraft with uh, there was a lot of mixes like there was a mortal Kombat with dragon ball oh, z yeah. <laughs> like i remember listening to those mixes and then there was like a metallica mix with starcraft song and i was like this is fucking rad <laughs> like i love it and so i think of like war and stuff and i'm like Metallic. Yeah, good stuff, man. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> cool. You took me on a trip down memory lane. With that one. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but you want to go to the next time? Mr. John. This might be the longest topic. I know. <laughs> and it's so, already been like two hours. Mr. Iron Man. Just the video might cut out at some point. <laughs> Mr. Iron Man, aka Elon Musk, believes it is a high probability that we are living in a computer simulation. What? So, what are your thoughts? Are we living? So, in this topic, you linked us a video. Yes. This video is is a like Vox a video that explains the theory that Elon Musk believes that, yeah, we're living in the simulation. Um, and it comes up with the three options. And the reference is a, a paper written by... Um, Vargas? Daniel Vargas? <laughs> uh, shoot, I forgot the guy's name. Let me... Muhlenberg. Um, Nick... Bomb Offerman, <laughs> bomb some Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Give me a sec. I'm like completely messing up his name. Nope, that's messages. Damn it. Do we need the name? Damn it. I feel like it's important in case people want to like. And Neil deGrasse Tyson has been on the record saying it is very, very likely we are living in a computer. So I read this whole paper, by the way. I thought oh. it was super interesting. Um, did you though read it, or did the simulation just? <laughs> Ooh. So it's, uh, Nick. Bostrom okay. is what this paper, uh, who, who wrote this paper. Um, and I think, I don't know if this is the same idea that Elon uh, came, like from Must this be. paper is where he got it from. Yeah. But uh, there's three basic ideas. Like the guy comes up with a, a math formula. Yeah. And there's three equations. There's like zero, zero, and, or equals zero, equals zero, equals one. And the idea is um, we're not a simulation but we're heading towards extinction because we'll never get to the point where we can use enough uh, resources or enough energy to, to make like uh, a simulation so real that no one would ever know whether it's real or not. Um, or the second option is we are a um, we have the resources, but there's no one motivated enough to, to follow it or we have like either laws or this is like a religious unethical. thing, unethical, where we don't want to follow this. So then we've re- re- we stopped, we've restrained ourselves from from going any further. So therefore, and that's kind of that middle one. I I believe is more of a we're not going to go extinct, but we're we're never gonna you know do that do that or whatever. Okay. And the third one is we've done simulation, but that one it's so funny how far that goes because it's 
the idea is that we've already done it to the point where there's like a, a gazillion different um, simulation timelines that we have to be a simulation. Like there's no other way. Like we are a simulation right now. And I, I love how the paper ends because it says pretty much if we are not a simulation, our mm -hmm. descendants will never have the resources to be, be a simulation. Pretty much like we, we're, at, we're going to a, an extinction to where we're we'll well <laughs> i mean it's a mind-boggling it is <laughs> but the part i start asking myself like when i started thinking about this i'm like if we're like we're either in a extinction we're not doing it mm -hmm. or we've done it if we've done it i i'd be like that feels like an ex like an end game point for me anyway i'm like why would the why? paper talks about that. Why does yeah. everything taste like chicken? <laughs> Answer that. <laughs> is that from Lost? No, it's from uh, Made the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, true. just like, what would, like, you think of the Matrix. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, they're in simulations, like, by robots. And I'm like, okay, well. You're referring, like, ethical-wise. Like, if people believe in this, what's stopping them from doing bad things? Because it's Well, well how far fake? gone, like, I feel like we'd be gone to the, like, to someone to decide to do something like this would be crazy like to me like what what would justify it well the thing is like like what good the, the, thing would the concept of the paper I'm, I'm going to refer to the paper because i read the whole paper and i don't know exactly what elon because it, it was just a simple talk that the video was it was like a yeah so i don't know how far in depth he he knows or like goes into that but with the paper it references the fact that it, even if one person decides to or it has the resources, has the... Because this is all based on a computer. Like, a computer is the only thing that can run the simulation. So it has to be a computer. It has to be powerful enough to... to that requ It has to require enough energy. So you have to have, like, a power source that can use up that... That consume that energy that, that can cre help uh, the computer create this simulation. Um, the, the moment that a, one person does that, the timeline becomes infinite for all simulations. Because then... Within that simulation, the same thing can happen. It can get to the point where someone gets that smart or a whole group of people in another simulation. So there can be a simulation within a simulation within a simulation within a simulation. And it just keeps going. What do you mean? But how can you have a simulation with it? The simulation isn't real. Correct. It's all in the computer. But the thing is, the people living in that simulation don't know that. So, like, we could be literally a simulation. We don't know that. That's how great this whole thing is. Like, it's so... That's how... It talks about these small niches things like okay. how how far does a computer have to like recreate something until someone can see something and be like within the simulation be like this is fake. Let me backtrack to what Elon Musk said. <laughs> this is why he this is why he believes yeah. we're we live in a simulation. Like forty years ago, we had Pong. Yeah, and if you you look how gradually like gaming has gone up. Within like, like he's just saying, years. like, dude, it has to be a simulation. There's no it's way. It's either going to keep going or it's going to yeah, stagnate. Right. And that's exactly. what you're yeah, and that's what the paper references. It's literally like it almost there's three options, but it gives us two options. It's literally like we're either in a simulation or we're heading towards extinction. It's one of the two. And the, the for them, the best possibility is being a simulation, meaning that humankind has superseded themselves and we're continuing to live and someone is making a simulation of us. That's the idea of it. So I was listening to a talk. Dude, this was the most compelling <laughs> piece of evidence. I don't believe we're in a simulation. The guy who gave this evidence doesn't believe we're in a simulation. But he says, he's a physicist. Subatomically, there are fail-safes that molecules do so that, you know, 
they obey the laws of nature. These same equations are very similar to uh, a browser from failing. He's like, that is crazy. Like, how are the equations very similar? Like, they're <laughs> almost parallel. But he doesn't believe we're in a simulation, but he just says that's just a weird thing by design. Like, yeah. Well, I think it's an interesting idea that, like, uh, like, can you imagine we are a simulation? Or let's say, let's run with that mm -hmm, direction. Mm -hmm. It feeds into the idea of, like, an omnipotent, like, higher power. Yeah. That, that, like, essentially humans are gods. Yeah. And, like, we, that the whole, you know, man touching God sort mm -hmm, of thing. Mm -hmm. And that, that's interesting to me. What, what I was smiling about earlier was, and this is, again, going down memory lane, I used to, like, have ideas of what, not just, like, the, like, existential ideas of, like, afterlife, higher powers and stuff. Right. And one of my thoughts was that everything we are doing is recordings. It's like God has millions upon millions of VHSs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In my, that was what I had. Yeah, it's just like idea. a guy in a robe with a VHS like and a TV. VHS. The, the dude. <laughs> well, because it was that's what I was looking at. That's what it was. At and the time. like my VHS, which never ended because it was just wherever my yeah. life was, he would just put it in and watch me. And that's like what I like when I like zoom out and like see myself. That's what he, he was. The like, dude just like sitting in the crowd. And then it's like everyone like a, had a D, had a VHS. And that's how, and I'm like, this, I mean, this could be like, that's the simulation. The, yeah, exactly. the architect. It's always, yeah. That, Something similar. Yeah. I mean, it, that was like a kid version of this, but yeah, it's, it was like a taping. Yeah. It, it's happened. It is happening and it, it will happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't, what, here's my question. It, yeah. it makes me think of other questions. Why, why, why would. How does that change how you go about your life? That's the thing. So the paper, again, it brings this up. Like the whole like first eight pages of the paper is literally like the concept of the idea. Um, like it, it builds everything into a math equation. And then like like number nine is literally like the math equation. It's okay. like it leads to this problems leads into three solutions. Okay. And that's the, the three different ones. But uh, it talks about how regardless of whether we are a simulation, like it could lead. So like I was saying, it goes in, into simulation, into simulation. Into simulation. There could be so so many simulations that we could be the bottom tier where if, if our timeline goes into us creating another simulation, it would create so much memory for the computer that it crashes. So we might get unplugged just before our simulation gets to that point. And so he talks about like, pretty much like this is end game like like why do, should we care but then he says that it doesn't matter because regardless of whether we know or don't know if we're the very first simulation the very last simulation every any simulation in the middle of all those um we should still live as if th th there's nothing from this point on like it should still we should still pay it safe essentially is what it, is what the paper says um play it safe like just act like if it's not the case, like if it's not the simulation that we're living in, like if it's real. Um... But I want to be Neo. Mm. Yeah, well, let me ask you guys this: If let's say let's go down one path, let's mm -hmm. go down the other. Let's say it's proven to you that it is a simulation. How do you change? What changes in how you go about things? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. That would suck. To know would suck. I would rather Why? not know because then you know everything's. What's the point? So what would you do? I don't you... know. <laughs> Full-time streamer? Fuck it. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. 
Vargas, what would you do? Would you read more papers? No, I, I think it's interesting. Honestly, I would continue living books. my life the way Just it is. Exactly the way it is. Yeah, I mean, whether I have this information that I know I'm a simulation or whether I am the... Um, I am part of the humans that start the creating of this these no, simulations. Well, I'm saying you're either in the simulation or you're you know that we're going to be extinct. What it might be in our lifetime, it might be many lifetimes from now. I I still it wouldn't live. affect you. It wouldn't way. affect me. I I this is an interesting topic. I personally don't believe it. Uh, just I get to get that out there. I I read the whole thing. Super interesting stuff. I just feel like. Obviously, there's like there's more there could there's be more words in this paper. I like I just they're they're way past me. I don't know these words like what it, when he says it. Like I mean, I obviously I can Google it and know what it means, but there I still feel like there's still concepts that were missing within this paper that this guy wrote. Um, I, I I can't I just feel like we can't have just these three solutions. Like whether if we're not a simulation, we will become extinct, or you know, we have these regulations where we've stopped ourselves from ever doing this or, you know. Well, there is a book. We are heading to the sixth extinction. There's a real scientific book. We're expediting that process <laughs> with climate. But that's a whole nother topic. So, But you answered me this question. Are you an NPC? Yes. Because <laughs> you told me to answer your question and the only option was to say yes or no. Yes or no, yes. And I think, uh, Jang, I think in the car you brought this up, there was a... Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, Kuroshi you brought it up. Uh, there was a comedian. Yes. Oh, yeah. Who ended his his whole thing where... Well, that was the only case that I see it like being a, a realistic function. Like to me to be like, okay, it's just serving a purpose. Right. Besides the machines using us as batteries. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, is... It was... The comedian was House Sparks. He was like in those uh, I Love the 80s videos. Mm-hmm. Um Remember that scene in Spider-Man Two where he's in the elevator and the guy's like, "Nice suit." Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how. That's the comedian. Anyway, um, he was talking about like, oh, you know, he, the guy was fascinated with space and technology and advancement in our future, and he's saying like, we're going to reach a point where we'll we're going to be sending manned shuttles on long distance, like mm-hmm. light year travel um, uh, endeavors, and by the time they're halfway out or however far out. We'll have advanced far enough on Earth because time will will uh, just will yeah. So like uh, let's behave say it's, differently. It's a, a hundred light years. Well, I mean, like for them, time will pass at a much longer time than it does here. Right, right. So I forgot what that effect was called, but we'll have gone so far advanced in time that we'll have increased the rate at which we could travel, mm-hmm. so that the next shuttle leaves, let's say, a hundred years later, to the same destination. It's it goes further out than this one. So this is now. Um, they're Close. older here, yeah. and these people have passed them, and then it's going to just keep going. So we going. have two shuttles. One is still further out, but that's the very first one we sent out. And then the second shuttle we've sent out is closer. It'll surpass it. And then the next it'll one be, we send out, because we're be advancing the, it'll be from so the future, fast. Though. Yeah, their, their time is going slower, and Earth itself is advancing so fast where we can send out another shuttle faster than the previous ones. They're not, they're not, they're not advancing so fast. I'm saying that time will have gone so far in the future that whatever... In, whatever they have have developed they have developed will have gone yeah. increased anyway so it just it'll keep going until the point where they, these people are stuck and you have a problem of like how do people like and in that in that sorry and in that case how do they survive these lifetimes in it's numerous lifetimes that they'd have to survive to get to their destination so they'd be like they'd have to like be put in sleep and just 
not just sleep, but like simulations to live through yeah. lifetimes. And it's like, well, what if we're one of those right now? And or I like think someone's... I think what he was saying was someone brought this up at a big convention of like mathematicians in UN, and two people in the back were like running the numbers, and it's like there's a percentage chance that we're in this simulation right now. And they canceled that meeting. Everyone like ran off. <laughs> and like, he's like, what the fuck? This is scary. <laughs> like he ended it with some light joke, but like the amount that he of information he dropped, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this isn't comedy anymore. <laughs> but I, I, it's, it's cool it's that there's a big joke. Th- so there's this theory and there's different versions of this theory. Cause I feel like you're, you're, um, there's this guy up, up top who's like watching everyone's life in a v- VHS is very similar. Like that's, it's a simulate. The VHS is a simulation that, to me, a VHS has already been recorded. That life has already happened. That's what whenever people mention God, like God is watching you. Yeah. Like whether you believe in religion or not, when I hear that phrase, that's what I always associate. I was like, God's just uh, watching TV, and I'm on. And uh, I'm on. Like Ed T. So like, God's watching the, you. It's my channel. That's yeah. Me on there. Like he's got a camera on me. He's got. A ca- he's yeah. got Watch, all these. You die and you go to heaven. He's like, here's your VHS. <laughs> you were right all along. We've been <laughs> Twitch streaming our entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I I, I feel like that's very similar concepts. Like that's a sim- like for me, uh, just thinking of your concept and elaborating more on it. Yeah, is it's you know that's a VHS simulation um, of a life that's already happened, and he's just just chilling there watching it, seeing it, and then I mean I believe that it could ha- like I believe the technology will one day when they get there because of what you're saying with Pong to where we are, and we're doing <laughs> VR, we're doing biometrics, we're making the boss dynamic See, but robots. That's- that's where this paper, I think, just it becomes so fabulous. If if you really truly believe that at this moment we can get to the point where we will create simulations, not at this moment. I feel like a hundred, two hundred years from right. now. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, we'll in this, like well, when we're living now, this timeline will move forward towards that making a simulation. The paper contests that if that is the case, we have to already be a simulation. Why? Because there's already a civilization that's gotten to that point. Created simulations. How do how do we know that that's how, I don't get how that. So the, like I don't get how we're not. We're, there there's is a timeline a, ahead of that us. we're not the like, original. He's saying if we if we're advanced enough, that advanced civilization would have already made a descendant yeah. version, like an ancestor version. Like this would have already happened, and we are a simulation moving forward till to to the Why point. Why would where we they make have it. already have done it? Why like we've. Well, if they're, if we're going sim- to very that. similar, either because someone's curious, the same reasons that it would happen within the time that you think a hundred years from now. It's someone who's going to have this the capability of doing it, the resources. They're very curious. They want to see. Like it's a very similar to what's happening now. Like when you make a Sims character, this isn't as crazy as into the future as it is. We already make Sims characters. What what makes it so difficult to understand that? That Sim character, how do you know that he doesn't know that he's alive? Like that Sims character within the computer. You're watching him on your computer. You are controlling him, essentially. The simulation in, in, in the theory, it w- they wouldn't control everything. It would all be mathematically done by the computer. But you would, or the the, sim- the person in the simulation would assume they're doing everything on, the, on their own accord. So then the Sims, there's it's, it's, a, it's a bigger difference. But you're telling him what the Sims what to do. But the, within the Sims itself... He doesn't understand. He thinks he's living his life. He doesn't know anything other than the life he's living and having to drive to work. It just comes down to if you can believe it's going to happen, then it's, it's already, already happened. happened. Yeah. So the person who discovered so the wheel, someone had already made the wheel. Yeah. So I don't. 
I don't get that's why I don't buy it. I'm like, if someone made the air first airplane, they made the first airplane. Someone didn't already make the airplane if that's, they had the thought of this for different analogy though. We're talking about an advanced like a computer system yeah. simulation. The so idea is is if, if it can happen, it's already happened. If there could be a simulation of a world of of a planet that w- can have people live, then that simulation's already been created and it's currently being done right now. And that I, if that's I, the I possibility, feel... we have to already be a simulation. That's I, I think that's the wonderful idea of this paper. Okay. Like obviously, I don't, it's I don't a get huge it, but... concept to grasp. I just think it's so wonderful. Like it's okay. such a cool idea. I honestly, again, I don't believe it. Okay, but it's such a good like. It to me it makes like there's no way to really explain it like the way like the 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 thing you don't understand how it's how we we have to be the original and we're going to that that direction. That's I can see us being a simulation, but the the reasoning being like if we think like if we have the idea to finally be able to do it, it's already been done to us. That mean that means that's where I'm losing it. Like that jump of those two. I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe I have to read the paper, but. I don't I don't get that joke. <laughs> it's, it's probably not I gonna like, I don't feel like the paper does explain it though, but the way I see it is if you're an engineer. Okay. But that doesn't I don't that doesn't correlate. Um so if it's a computer technician and he's creating or a, a programmer and he programs a, a computer program to just play pretty much play the Sims by itself. Um the the game's gonna start from from zero, from scratch. So the, imagine that the world starting the, the way supposedly the world started now okay. from the Big Bang, you know, created the Earth, uh, created organisms, and just blew up. That's how the simulation is going to start. The guy's going to hit, turn on the computer. It's going to start running simulation. This is all going to start happening again from the scratch. The guy has probably been an hour since the guy turned on the simulation, and we are we well, feel like it's been first? fifty years. That's the thing. We don't know. Like. <laughs> There's, that's just how it is. It's it's a concept where if it's true, there's a thousand, a, a there's an unnumber amount of simulations already being run if it's already been initiated. Okay, that's the concept of it. <laughs> there's smoke coming out my ears. I'm fried. Whatever. I think it's fantastic. I, I okay. just I love it's, the, the it's idea. It's cool. It's I I don't get idea. that. That's the little. What's well, crazy is, oh man, I don't I don't agree that we are in in one, but all these like. Smart people do believe that we are in one. It's Part like, of me Oof. thinks like you reach a certain level of of intelligence and in in terms of theoretical. And this is the shit you come up with. And they're just like, how can we prove one plus one equals two or equals three? <laughs> like, how can we prove that? Like, let's fuck with people. Like, knowing we're like wizards, and we're like, okay, how do we, I don't know? Part of me thinks that the same part that thinks of God with VHS play. It's funny too because. I feel like the world's Maybe it's already little me. the world's already really big. Like we're already like it's also flat. <laughs> I I have fear of what people think about me. You know of of what I will do and um you know if I'm gonna go out and like shit my pants and people are gonna laugh at me or whatever and I become like public publicly ridiculed. Public and enemy stuff. number one. Public enemy number one. Um, the world isn't so big to the point that I fear that. But then with this concept of like infinite like simulations, multiverses, I have less fear because there's another simulation where my guy doesn't shit his pants and like has a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't shit your pants. Have a good time. That's the message of the podcast. (laughs) So 
It's a hard I'm not thing. getting any sleep tonight. <laughs> just thinking about this. I, I think reading reading the paper. I think you'll okay. Yeah, it'll close I'll, it. I'll, I'll definitely read it. Close it. Fourteen pages. Watch the video. Neil deGrasse Tyson held a. He moderated a panel. Okay. And he took philosophers and scientists and mathematicians. He smoked some ganja and I was just like, <laughs> "All right, let's talk to you about this simulation." <laughs> I oh. feel like we can continue talking about this. So, are we living in a simulation? No. You don't, you don't agree with it? I'm going to say no. I don't I, agree with it. I don't agree with it because if we're not in a simulation, we are already dead. Like we're headed towards doom. Doomsday, essentially. Six extinct- That's for sure it's happening. Sixth extinction. And then just happen. to elaborate on that. there. So the paper <laughs> talks about it. Yeah. There's the doomsday argument where. Is that the clock? I, no, it's else? not. So I, I might misinterpret this, but the way I read it was. There is a finite amount of people, essentially, that can be born. Like, there's a finite amount of, like, consciousness that can come out and, and, and go and, and inhabit a body or whatever. Um, right. And so we can reach a limit of, of people being born where we wouldn't be able to have any more humans being born. Right. And so that would just end. Like, that's I just think, the concept. I think resources. There's a cool video. Well, what if we discover, like, what if we're able to colonize? Yeah, but. I feel like that that has to happen in order Yeah, for because us to, there's to this go. cool YouTube video where they talked about how fast people are just growing. Oh, yeah, I saw it with the marbles. And, well, it's with water. Right. Oh. And it showed that at a certain point we're going to so I'm gonna, I'm gonna run out of resources. Answer. Well, I, I very much believe that. I just. I feel like if if advancements and, and t- time and effort can be put into going out of, of Earth, that is where... So it says here, the doomsday argument rests on a much stronger and more controversial premise, namely that one should reason as if one were a random sample from a set of all people who will ever have lived past, present, and future even though we know we are living in the in the twenty early twenty first century, rather than at some point in the distant past or in the or in the future, um, so that's the idea. Like the concept is, there's a set amount of people that can be born. You've already been chosen to be born now, and then you know once we reach that limit where like there are no more people that can be born, that's like that's going to be the end of humanity because we cannot reproduce or whatever. That's just another concept and. He brings it up because he feels like people are going to use that concept as an argument. Like, how can we have a simulation if there's a certain amount of people that can be born? There's no way. But then he says, like, that can still happen within the timeline of Doomsday. Like, if someone manages to get to the point where we can make um, simulations before we reach the end number of of uh, people, it'll it can just the simulation is going to run a whole new thing with new people instead of the current people that are being born or whatever. And it's just interesting stuff. I like it a lot. <laughs> I feel like you just, you're not giving me anything. I, I don't know NPC. what to give you. Ask, NPC. I, NPC. ask me a question and I'll try to answer it. Do you have a question? No, actually. <laughs> I mean, I've, I listened to a Neil deGrasse Tyson thing. It was pretty cool. Like both sides of it. Well, I mean like, I, I do like the fact that, if we can make that simulation, then we are already in one. That makes perfect sense to me. Mm. Um, but I don't agree. I don't think we are in. I think we are actually living in current time, heading towards maybe extinction, maybe heading towards a simulation, but we are the first, first of the men. Of Game the of men. Thrones. <laughs> the first men. The first men. I, the part that... It's either it takes an extra step for me or something is 
these theories and concepts require X number of parameters in order for them to work. And I don't believe that those X number of parameters, I feel like they're either too generalized yeah. or vague. And it's like, it, it takes that extra step to be like, eh, I, See, I don't the, know. My, my, impre- my, gut, no, my impression right that's, there is That's that. where I feel like my explanation is, is causing that. And the paper, I don't understand it well enough to gather all the points and be like, there are no loopholes in this, or, or there are there are no holes in this philosophy that I can. Um, so because I don't understand it that well, I want to go with the answer of I don't believe it's true. But the paper in the beginning just it's so intricate. It's just like I maybe they got something in there, but I just I don't understand it well enough to really. Um, completely agree with with what the paper says. I think to me, what I got out of the video you sent and part of what you explained of this report, it's that there could be a possibility of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, in my opinion, it's likely not. But the fact that I can prove that a possibility would exist for this to happen. Is enough to blow people's mind, like or not me, but whoever you know, enough to have already enough had to happened. be like there is a statistical chance that a <laughs> dog could catch a, a a bottle on its paw. The fact that it would happen would be like eh, that's never gonna happen. But there's that one time that it could, you know, and like the, that that's, because it could, it's already happened. Yeah, like the, all these like <laughs> I'm gonna find a YouTube video where a dog does it. Watch, <laughs> and because that's happened, this is a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Answers. Questions answered. We oh. are simulation. And this ends your weekly DLC simulation. <laughs> I think it's a good note. I think it's a good note to end it on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm definitely curious what other people think of, of that concept because yeah, I, I definitely need more input. And I need to read that paper. I need to watch some of those videos. So I'm still open for debate on this. If you guys Oh, we're going back for round two. If you guys want to talk to me about it, you guys can hit us up at the weekly DLC at Gmail. No, ask the weekly DLC at gmail.com. Um, okay. Or you can hit find all of us at, well, I guess each one of us at something Akuja else. Prime. At Kuja Prime. I'm in a simulation at The Last Bosses. At The Last Bosses. And you can find me at Cold Marmalade. And I don't know where to go from that. And from there, <laughs> we will. DLC. You later. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.